Good evening and welcome back to another episode of Atomic Zero. I'm your host, James Bond. And tonight, we've made it to 2021. And all, a lot of shit's fucking happened since then. Uh, we have like, what, an insurrection, an election, and some crazy shit that's going on in the stock market. And you know what? We I look forward to talking about it tonight. Uh, a couple other things happening on with the rest of the world I wanted to touch base with, like, Andrew Yang's back in this uh, story and some stuff's happening about some protests around the world, a couple of protests from around the world. And we're going to start talking about it later tonight. I hope you guys have been doing good. I hope you guys actually actually been dealing with, you know, your resolutions. If you've actually had any or managed to still keep them, but I don't blame you. If you've somehow managed to fall off, it's still just the first month. And it's been a fucking roller coaster, just like my stock index. Anyways, tonight I have my wonderful co-host that has been back so many times. Willie Chen, thanks for coming back on the show, buddy. Hi, glad to be here. Um, so let's kind of get straight into it. Uh, since our last podcast from the end of the year, you know, with New Year resolutions and just finding ways to better ourselves and calling 2020 a wash. Is that what's going on, Willie? A 2020 wash? I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's funny because lately I've had some few conversations with a couple of friends and other people in passing where they're still watching stuff from 2019. Mm. You know, like like stuff that happened just pre-COVID and, uh, and you know, you're just trying to take it in. You're like, I'm just watching stuff like I feel like it was just a long-ass summer. You know, like when you were in high school, you were like, oh, I'm going to go on summer vacation, but apparently it turned out to be a year. Um, yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, it's even more weird for people who are actually in school right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I thought, doesn't school start up like next week or something like that? Or, uh, you know, back for the next semester? Uh, or no, it already sure. started last week, I assume. I'm not sure, but. It's always in January. During last year, I was playing a game with this 17-year-old kid. He was just telling me about his experiences at school. It's just hilarious because it's like he loves it. He loves the fact that he doesn't have to go to school. He just like attends video lessons with his teachers. It's not, yeah. you know, it, it is a little different. And if you're an introvert kind of high school kid, I think that's not so bad. Yeah. I mean, I think it works in your favor. Like, I don't have anybody like some bully trying to bully me around school. And I get all my homework done on time and no one cares, you know. My, my folks are leaving me alone. I think I would, I think if I was still a high school student during this period, I'd have been okay. I mean, <laughs> right. I'm just saying, but I wouldn't have the technology because imagine, you know, the technology that's around now versus uh, what we had probably 10, 15 years ago or, or, or so. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no, there's no possible way of doing that. Um, right. But yes, uh, let's. Let's kind of go straight with the uh, insurrection. <laughs> where I don't oh, even no. know where to begin with that because that's just like such the beginning of, of everything. I don't think anybody I know, you know, condones any type of violence that's happening, and I don't either. I mean, how how did you get wind of it? Did you remember? Uh, I I was busy looking at my stocks, and then you know <laughs> we have that chat, you know, with all them. Uh, and then Justin just the the capital being stormed, mm -hmm. and and I was like, "What are you talking about, man?" And he was just telling me like, "Oh yeah, they're they're like climbing over walls, and 
and they're evacuating everyone. And I was like, what? What's going on? Hmm. I mean, that's what, that was what, that's what, I, when I first heard about it, that's what happened. I think I was in the same boat with you too, because I was at work, you know, and, you know, like, like everybody else that doesn't have a job or doing anything but, or, or whatnot on that normal afternoon, because it happened right around 10 or 11 mm -hmm. for us here in Pacific time. Um, I'm at work working on some cars and, you know, I'm looking at the stock market and I was like, why the hell is my stock tanking all of a sudden? Oh my God. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, that yeah, moment where right. everybody's like, why the fuck is the stock market falling apart on us? <laughs> that was, right. that was literally, you can literally go back on the six that day. And I guess when that attack happened, it literally, you see the market go, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. Yep. But it recovered actually. Oh yes. There was a yeah. great recovery the following day. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, back, we'll come back to the stock market in a second about that. That that's it's been a fucking roller coaster with that too. Uh, but I, I think the craziest thing was, you know, how it was unfolding. A lot of people that I got uh, on the end of like chatting with is like, he's not gonna leave the office. He's not gonna leave the office. All right. Which, which I still believe that he was going to leave the office because people were going to remove him. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what he was. I don't know what he was thinking, actually. No, but that leads into now he's being impeached for the second time in history. Yeah, I, thought, I don't. I thought that wasn't gonna like happen anymore. Like, I think Democrats are still trying to push for that through, and uh, they're just not unable to find enough uh, senators on the right because I think they only had like five. Uh, Republican senators w willing to, uh, you know, to go along Teach with him. impeaching him. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's an interesting story right now, I think, as it unfolds for a lot of us, because do we want to spend the effort and time uh, trying to impeach him right now? Or are we still waiting for what's this thing that Biden's trying to do the $2,000 check or I mean, 14,000 or $1,400 that he wants to give you? Or I mean, you do both. <laughs> Why not? Well, I, I I heard on the news not too long ago from, um, you know, just kind of passing through some, I think, Reddit or um, what was it? The I think it was Jimmy Dore also that I, I, I saw on one of his podcasts or, or uh, Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. They talked about uh, how he was trying to, um, you know, that I think it was Georgia that Biden was pushing for like, hey, you're supposed to give us $2,000. That's what you literally said. Mm. But now he's kind of back, you know, pedaling and saying that he was implying that you would ultimately get $2,000, but you already got a $600 down payment and that $1,400 mm. will come soon. But I think for most Americans, you know, I don't care what side you on left or right. I think everybody's waiting for that money. And I think $2,000 is what I think a lot of people believed he promised, you know, I don't know how he vaguely said it, but mm. you know, I, you know, like 14 versus two, Willie, I think it's funny. Cause it's like $600 is probably not a lot for some people, but I mean, in certain parts of America, I $600 goes a long way. That's probably somebody's whole oh, yeah. month, you know, whole month lunch or something like that. I, I I'm just saying, I mean, like, you know, it's rent for a lot of people. Yeah, in some parts of America, that's just rent for like a yeah. four-bedroom house or something for them and their kids. Four-bedroom house for $600? That's crazy. I don't know. I mean, like, what? Probably in, like, 
no, no, I don't want to name a state. I don't want to offend any state. Any state. <laughs> like, oh, you know, in Hawaii. And I'm like, no, that's not true. <laughs> I don't know, man. If, if it's $600 for like, for like a four room house, like, uh, shit, that's, I wouldn't it's mind It's probably in Colorado, maybe, or something like that, right? Or, or like Montana or, or, you yeah. know, one of the Dakotas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm saying, I'm not saying how cheap rent is, but I, I think also the fact that, you know, with this last couple of months of, you know, that California exodus that we've mentioned many times before, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of not hard to believe for somebody not to like move out, but saying 600 bucks still with, uh, with Biden. So I don't know what, what's going on with that. And, you know, obviously Trump left and he, and he didn't get to, uh, um, you know, take Air Force One one more time with him, you know, like other pres- past presidents, and he didn't show up to uh, the, you know, Biden's inauguration, which I honestly think he should have shown up regardless. Yeah. Uh, out of respect. Just out of respect and out of tradition. I mean, I hate to say it, you know, like no God and no person is above a lesson. And well, he, he uh, he's a sore loser. <laughs> he didn't like yeah. losing. Well, I mean, it's also funny too how many people on both sides weren't trusting of the, you know, the election because you know it was all rigged and whatnot. That's what people keep saying. But hey, once again, we've demonstrated democracy at its finest. I didn't say it was the greatest, but you know, the recount, the recount, the recount. I don't care how many times you recount it. At least we were able, as as our cognitive, you know, country that we could be together as a conscious in a this about that that we were all able to like okay well we're gonna vote anyways let's let's just go with the, the verdict oh okay it, it sided with biden well then we'll move forward with that mm. you know it's i think that no matter how we look at american politics it's like well it's only it's four years dude seriously four years and we'll move on <laughs> and it, it's not like he's the emperor for uh, of america anymore you know like now or biden or anymore <laughs> anymore or whatever that was <laughs> You said anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's that dictatorship, you know, it's like everybody kiss my finger, kiss, kiss, uh, kiss my ring, you know, kiss my ring. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I think, you know, at this point, like all Americans, they want to know like, well, Biden, you're in office. Here's the keys, right? What are you going to do now to get us out? And uh, I think a lot of us were in the same boat with what he was doing in his first week, you know, talking about what that rejoining of the Paris Accords. Um, I don't know, and then legalizing the Green weed. New Deal. Uh, yeah, the Great New Deal or the Green New Deal. Uh, yep. Legalize weed. You know, weed. You know that that some people are waiting for that. Abolish student debt. I don't know where where we at with that at this point. Some people are still waiting around for that. Right, schools in session. Um, they're, you know, they're hoping for a lot from him. Um, the thing that I keep hearing, you know, now that he's in office, it's uh, you know, a big advocate has been Jimmy Dore for the last month which is him pushing for Medicare for all. Um, I still think it's some, a, a discussion that should be on the floor at this point, but I don't know where, where do people weigh in the, what should we be dealing with now versus uh, let's get that motherfucker. He's you know no longer a president anymore. Mm-hmm. I, think that's, I think that's where well, some Americans are in that decline from people I talk to. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you want to impeach him, go for it. But I also think that is it worth impeaching him now or the fact that we already know where he fucking lives because, you know, there's a whole skyscraper with his name on it. He ain't going anywhere. 
well, the whole the whole impeaching thing uh, prevents him from getting the benefits that you know ex presidents usually get. Yeah, but even for that being said, it's like, well, you're in office right now, and this is some of the other people across the aisles. They've been saying it's like, well, right. that's fine, but can we do that in three months from now? I'm not saying it's a far away distance. Can they do that? Why can't they push it off for uh, as the next? I'm not saying it's like, you know, on your top 10 list, you know, if you make a, a list, can it be the third or fourth thing on the list, but let's really push to get the vaccine out and, you know, get the economy going again and get his ass too. But I mean, like not just focus all our attention abruptly to that. Yeah. Because don't get me wrong. There, there is a few things that have been also, you know, in the news has resurfaced recently about Nancy Pelosi, Diane Feinstein, and this is all over the GME stuff, which we'll come back to in a second. Mm -hmm. But Essentially, that's what uh, that's what some people are saying. It's like, well, if we're going to shoot for the impeachment, we might deflect away from some of the other politicians that are scamming us from the hedge funds and whatnot because of their information, which I want to talk about another topic with you. In a you know what I mean? Oof. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, can name one person. <laughs> the oh. Secretary of Treasury. <laughs> yep. we'll, we'll have to come back to that in a second. But, you know, it, it's, it, it's just kind of clear about there's a lot of uh, pandering and a lot of uh, uh, just symbolic gestures right now that's going on with Biden's administration. Uh, not that I'm not a big critic or not that I'm not so, uh, in support of our president, you know, wanting him to do the best that he can. But I think, mm -hmm. you know, we, I think what it is, that what I've always remembered in any history class, how does it affect the average guy in his pocketbook right now? And what does the average guy want? I'm not saying that the average guy is smart, dumb or whatever. I'm just pointing out is what does everybody want right now? Everybody wants to kind of go back to work, kind of go back out, and they definitely want two thousand dollars, not fourteen hundred. And right. and for other people too, during this whole pandemic, I'd say like, yeah, Medicare for all is a conversation that this should be had because I don't think that if we don't talk about it now, we're never going to talk about it later on. And you know, there are going to be people going like, well, you didn't have it, you don't earn it, you didn't work for it, and stuff like that. But there is no better time than now as even and I agree I'm a big in agreement with Jimmy Dore on like we should be pushing for this right now this should be a real conversation yeah it's a you stroke know, of the pen I mean Obamacare Jesus you know well, unfortunately like back in. <laughs> unfortunately Democrats were never on board with Medicare for all that was something that Bernie pushed and I think they even promised him that they would talk to him about it but and, I don't I don't think they were ever like supporting Medicare for all that's like that's a progressive they were never going to talk to Bernie about it. That's why you have those Bernie memes from the election. <laughs> well, they promised right? they would. They said that they would. They would work with Bernie. Um, the way he sat course, in that chair during the inauguration, I think he knew and I, we all knew that yeah, he got, that he wasn't going to happen. He got tricked twice. But here's the thing, though. What, could, what else could he do? <laughs> There's nothing else he could do. Well, you know what he could have done back in the day, which you and I were when you know a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about. Like, I don't think he should have dropped out. You know, that, yeah. that's what a lot of people well, he, sit there saying. You know, like, well, the reason you know, he dropped out is because Biden did promise him certain things. You know, he, he thought that he might he would have lost. Um, the numbers weren't looking good for him, so he he's, he wanted to salvage whatever. You know, he wasn't just about to keep president. unity in the party. That's what he was trying to do to keep not just keep unity, unity but also keep Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep unity and to beat Trump, and uh, also to get a progressive agenda across. 
I mean, that, that was his, that was always his his goal. It wasn't to be president; it was to get a, a progressive or push the Democrats to be more progressive. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, out of the trifecta of those three guys, these those three old oligarchy guys. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's it's a. Uh, you know, one's your playboy billionaire, and then one's the you know football uh, boy. You know, and I'm not talking about Trump; I'm talking about Biden. And then you have Bernie, and it's like those three guys are just going at it. And you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I was never really a big Bernie supporter, but I honestly, compared to certain things of Biden, I would have gone with Bernie any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, uh, but here we are now, and you know, I think I think there's just a lot of expectations for uh biden but i think it's also funny for a lot of groups other minority groups are shouting out like well he needs to have a more diverse cabinet because he's it's not as diverse have you been hearing that they always say shit, shit like that that's that's what the democrats like to do they like to talk about identity politics and they and then they they would whenever you know someone's like saying hey look you're you're not doing what you promised they'll just be like well we assigned this 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 person who obviously worked for these corporate corporations that that are obviously like have an agenda that's against us? But no, no, she's a woman. She's a she's a woman of color. That, yeah. that was recent. It's, it's Wasn't like, that recent? It was recent. It's fucking uh, one of the other day or something. The uh, the the press secretary said that about defending Janet her. Yellen. Yeah, they said that about Janet Yellen after they, they were like, well, you know how uh, they, she named her. Um, she basically said that there's a conflict of interest because why should you be working on a GameStop case when the the hedge funds, the uh, the brokers that were screwing over all these people on Robinhood, uh, who worked with Robinhood to screw over all these traders, um, they fucking paid her eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like I don't know how like a week ago or two, like maybe a month. Before yeah, I she, thought it was all just in December or something. They got paid or some, something. something like that. It was yeah. pretty recent. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna work on this case. Like, are you, like, what was she paid for again? Speaking fees. Like, I, I was. Speaking fees are just it's just another word for bribe in my case. Like, <laughs> for the poor man, yes, that was a that was an interesting bribe. You got paid to bribe somebody, yes. Well, yeah, speaking fees. They 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 invite you to dinner <laughs> and you get to have their ear. I mean, you. They get to have your ear, right? They can just talk to you, right? They're not actually listening to your speech. They don't give a shit about what you have to say in your speech. They're just interested in getting to know you and having that connection. And that's why speaking fees, like Hillary Clinton, when she has speaking fees, that's what she's doing. And that's what Biden was doing when she had these <coughs> wine cellar parties. So that's uh, actually like, I'm surprised people don't call that out. That's which kind of leads me to that next thing. I mean, I think since, uh, and I'm hearing this from a lot of the, you know, other news sources, but it, every, you know, speaking of that, I've been hearing this from the other news sources, like through the other podcasting and, and stuff that I listen to and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been an interesting thing where the news cycle now has taken a step back and it's like, they're all gone on vacation. Uh, Are they? they, yeah. Cause they're all soft. Uh, you remember when uh, the Sorry. inauguration, um, I forgot who it was on MSNBC, you know, they were making, you know, they were saying like, oh my God, it's like Joe Biden just came to office and his hands are like, you know, from those lights are like reaching up to, you know, the sky trying to protect us mm-hmm. like, you know, Jesus. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, th- those are like cringy moments on MSNBC and CNN. 
<laughs> yeah. Where, you know, there's a lot of, uh, of, uh, of um, you know, I don't know, butt kissing, horse licking. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not, I, no, not to offend horses. I like, I love horses. That is the status quo. CNBC is pretty much the status quo news network. Yeah. I think no, it was MSNBC. And um, it, it's, <laughs> it's just funny. It's like how they're like, oh, President you know, Biden is doing this and this and that and how great it is. And, you know, there's no, there's a lot, there's like no hardball questions. It's all these soft things. And that, that's kind of why when you said like, she's a woman, it, it's literally a lot of these reporters aren't asking these other questions that they should be. It, they're mm. all like these very easy shot questions. And, and you do see the speaker, you know, smiling as she's just, you know, reporting up. Well, that's how it was before. They did actually ask a good question. They asked them why wrong. should she be, why she should be, why Janet Yellen should be appointed when there's a I'll, conflict of interest. That's actually get, something. Let me circle around on that, right? Yeah. If it's not the meme, let me circle back around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, not to be as critical, I, I mean, come on, we'll, we'll give the guy the 100 days and let's see what happens in the next 100. Um, but that being said, it, it has been a very interesting time for us to kind of gather about, like, okay, you know, the travel ban's been taken back. Um, you know, I don't know how we are dealing with the Paris Climate Accords. But, you know, this whole, you know, if, if you guys all didn't know, to all the fans out there, like, in America right now, there's that 100-day mask challenge. Because, you know, we, we, we don't do challenges without, you know, a president inciting that. Like, yeah, we need to mm -hmm. do challenges, a mask challenge. Everybody needs to wear a mask for the next 100 days. Okay. I, I thought that was kind of silly, but I think that's probably for the kids. <laughs> He's going to do beyond a mask challenge. He's going to enforce that shit. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> so? It's going to be, like, authoritarian about it, too. And which I don't, I don't really disagree with. But, um... Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be enforcing that shit. It's it's hard to tell other people that you know making enforcing them to get a vaccine when it's their right not to. Yeah, and it's like, uh, yep. I don't know. Was... I mean, back to the COVID thing. It's like, what what would you do? You know, like, like if you're a healthy person, obviously, um, are you rushing to, in front of the line to get you know the vaccine right now, or are you gonna let everybody else that you know, like the elderly and those that you know need it, go first? You're a healthy person. Do you want to wait for that? Or, you know, when the time comes, you know, when it's your call to go up, are you going to wait or are you going to go? It isn't really your choice, is it? It's basically. It's your right not to, if you don't want to take the vaccine, that's what's, but you know, like, but it's also one of those, it's an education thing. I mean, there's just yeah. people that don't believe like. If you don't want to take the kids, vaccine, right? I feel like you should lose the right to go, to go out because basically you're a hazard to everyone mm. else. That's a you little bit of the extreme too. I mean. It, it, you know, it's, I, I don't know, because I, I keep, uh, you know, and I say, when I say, I don't know, they're still talking about it on the news, this, the same question, right? Or do you wait or, or do you want to let the, you know, others go first and get that first wave, right? Of vaccines and make sure that, oh, everything seems cool. And then you get that vaccine later. I think oh, you mean it's like still safety, early issues? safety issues. Some people are, because I think that's what's on a lot of people's minds too, about not mm -hmm. getting the vaccine. Because it's not like, it's a hundred percent accurate. We're still at that 95 or 80, 80 and 93, 90, 85% on all the vaccines that are out right now. Right. Moderna's yeah. uh, Gilead and um, you know, what John, what was the other one? I forgot. Um, forget there's the a name. bunch of them. There's like, a, there's like at least like yeah. 50 of them. So they're all making that. So they're all at that 80, 95 range, right. That they could say it's effective. So I mean, now I'll wait, I'll wait, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind but if what, they... Uh, no, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, 
Waiting, yeah. I understand. You're a healthy person. You can wait for everybody, you know, doing the right thing and letting them go. But I think when it's your, but when it's like, let's just say it's like a, you're like in the DMV, you don't mind waiting, right? But it's time to call, you know, your number gets called. Do you go now or do you wait? Well, you know, if let's say you don't go, then you might have to wait even longer to get it, even when it's safe, right? Exactly. There's a chance you might lose your chance to get it. Well, it's, yeah. it's also, you're also causing more uh, backlog too, because, you know, like they're waiting for you to come in and take your shot and they're like, oh, but you're like, I don't want to go, but you got to send the letter back in. I don't want to go give it to somebody else. And they're like, oh, now, now, now they've delayed a shot for somebody else right. waiting for you. So that, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like, do you go when you need to go? Not like the bathroom, but I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> right. right. Um, what? <clears throat> well, I think they're they're doing it for the old people first, right? That's mm -hmm. the, uh, you know, that's the that's the most important thing. I think we should just do it in reverse order. Just start with the old people at up to sixty five, right? Let them go first, yeah. And then after that, we'll go to sixty four, <laughs> and then sixty three. Sure. I mean, uh, we can work our way back. I don't know. I mean, the most vulnerable group, you know? Yeah, I mean, and and not fit, you know, physically healthy enough to to do so. Get let them go first. I mean, obviously they deserve to go first. And, you know, once again, high five to everybody out there that's remained to not be sick for more than a year now. It's probably the longest America has gone without trying to get sick in a year. Right? Right. I don't even remember when I last time I got sick. Crossing my fingers, knocking on wood. Ta -ta -da -da -ta -ta -ta. But still, I mean, what, what do you do? <laughs> uh, besides take your vitamins, get some sun and and keep living as healthy as you can, unless if you're gaining COVID-15. But it's mm. been more than a year now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the thing with the, the, the COVID issue, right? I mean, um, we're, you know, we at least in one year, we've gotten it, you know, we've managed to find a vaccine or muster up one. And what would you do? You can't literally go, hey, uh, I want to get the vaccine now and then compete with the, the elderly. That's kind of, you know, very selfish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just also, just also a clarification with the vaccine mm -hmm. is that uh, just because you get the vaccine doesn't mean COVID's going to go away very soon. No. A lot, a lot of the experts are saying that it's going to be like the flu. It's going to stay here for the rest <laughs> of our lives. Um, but it's probably will get less virulent in, in terms of killing people and mm -hmm. like damaging uh, as we get more and more, our bodies get more and more used to the virus. Mm -hmm. But it will be here with us for next two years, like just as bad, ah. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, but a lot of people will, will be immune to it, just like how, you know, we get the flu shot and so people still get the flu. Mm -hmm. Um, so no, it's not, it's not like, it's, it's not over. <laughs> the pandemic oh. is not over. Oh, and speaking of COVID, like, you know, recently, like Dave Chappelle got it. Do you remember hearing about that? No, I didn't know about that. It was about like, it's crazy. Uh, 10, 11 days ago. Jeez, really? Probably 12 days ago. Yeah. Like on around the 20, uh, January 19th, 20th, he got, uh, you know, they said that he got it at like one of the. Uh, out backstage and whatnot with people. Uh, out back? Was, like, no, he, he was at a, a one of his comedy shows and, and backstage, I think. He oh. was in a group picture with uh, <clears throat> Joe Rogan and fucking Elon Musk. 
Dude, how are these guys back in the fucking news? And, and I want to talk about Elon in a bit too. <laughs> like, and what's oh, going God, on. But it's like, but he was with Dave Chappelle like two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, mm-hmm. you know, out there. And now he's got COVID, which is, you know, I hope the best for Dave. Yeah. You know, everybody loves Dave Chappelle. Um, but, you know, I think he's as cautious as he is. I, I didn't realize he, he would do that. But, you know, Dave is one of those. He's a big smoker, too. I think he'll be fine. Oh, well, I mean, come on, dude. The guy's wealthy. and I, also... I think he's got the best treatment. <clears throat> yeah. He, he has the best treatment. But, yeah, it was just kind of like, what the hell? People are just like, oh, he photobombed with a bunch of people like Joe Rogan and, and uh, Elon Musk and a bunch of other comedians that were in the photo. And it's like, oh, no, do all those people have COVID now? Yeah, maybe, yeah. I think Elon did get... Me- he did get... Um... COVID, right? Did How he? long ago was that? Uh, I thought he got it probably like way back in like maybe what? When did Elon get that? That's a good question. Yeah, I don't know when. I don't know when da- uh, Dave Chappelle got it. So I don't. It was a while ago. It was like when maybe like July, uh... or August. It was when uh, they weren't sure to shut down the economy or not. His girlfriend got COVID from what, like a quick search, just on like whatnot, had gotten it. <clears throat> she's a model. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a she's a singer. Grimes. Oh, was it singer? Singer slash model? I don't know. Yeah. That guy like has a lot. Music. That guy has a lot of kids. <laughs> Does he? I didn't know that. <laughs> huh? I didn't know that. You think you think he has one kid? I don't know how many kids he has. I just don't know. Oh, I'm not yeah. gonna assume. No, that guy's got. Uh, what was it? I don't know how many kids he has. He's got like six or something like that. Mm. He's got a bunch of kids. <laughs> um, but anyways, you know, speaking of that, well, let's move away from uh, from Biden at the moment, and we'll we'll kind of move on to the next thing. You know, best of luck to the president. I hope he gets you know gets his ball rolling and hires the right people at least for once. You know, not like four years ago where you know Trump hires these uh people for the cabinet and then gets fired like a week or two later like like, <laughs> like the tv show you're fired you know <laughs> remember like during uh, trump's administration he had lots of people revolving through that door right mm-hmm. like a lot of people that came in and out and also the fact about his impeachment i think i just heard the uh, not too long ago like his lawyers walked out on him yeah yeah Good luck to that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I think he's he's gonna be sued. He's 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 gonna be sued for a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, he was we'll, we'll, he was we'll already see. being sued even before he became president, and I think him being president kind of staved that off. Yeah, I, I mean, like he put up a little fence to hold everybody off, but the floodgates are yeah. back. Yeah, and they're about to break through. But I think we'll find out next month as that unfolds for us too, just because. Jesus, from the insurrection to to the election to now, you know, missing people's report. What? Well, okay. Well, before I leave the country uh, about our conversation, you know, one other last thing was uh, um, I wanted to bring up too uh, before we leave the country and come back to it in uh, in the stock market. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. you you hear about Andrew Yang? Uh, You said that he was going to be mayor? He's running for mayor. Or he's going to, yeah, run for mayor. So he, mayor? He, he, he announced that he's running for New York City as mayor of New York City. 
That's that's cool. I can and see him winning. <laughs> you can see him winning? I mean, New York's pretty... There's a huge Asian population in New York. And they're pretty, like... They have they have Andrew Yang's kind of... Uh, um, I guess the, they, they kind of lean with Andrew Yang's politics. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to classify his politics. It's like technocracy or something. Well, I mean, for Andrew, he's done a lot in the last two years since, uh, you know, his little debut on, on a simple podcast and then running for, you know, the, you know, running for president. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's funny, like how from after doing that, he was in talks with uh, CNN, right? He was going to be a person, a, one of their regular panelists. He panelists. did. He was. Yeah. Well, he was going to be a regular, but, uh, you know, obviously he went to go do other stuff and didn't want to work with them. Um, mm. I think earlier last month uh, or this month, you know, there was little talks with, uh, you know, there's like a little video clip of uh, him talking to Biden, I guess, you know, they, they mm -hmm. were having, they were having a conversation, but you know, they, they, someone, some reporter asked him like, so has Biden reached out to you? He's like, yeah, we've been talking, you know, mm. you know, he was talking about some stuff, you know, we're blah, blah, blah. And uh, all of a sudden there's no conversation anymore. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be working for Biden. And then, you know, meanwhile, while this is going on the last year since, you know, he dropped out and whatnot, uh, he, you know, he has a podcast himself. Andrew has a uh, Andrew Yang Speaks podcast or whatever. Because mm -hmm. uh, let him speak <laughs> was his thing. Uh, so, he has, speak. He, yeah, you know, like during the whole, uh, you know, the, the, the debates, you know, they weren't letting him talk. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, so that kind of like that's why the podcast is based off of "Let Him Speak." <laughs> um, I, I've I've come in and out of the podcast just to kind of see the people that he's been interviewing and whatnot, and I think it's uh, I think that the conversation he might have had with Biden at this point. This is me, my conspiracy theory. Um, you know, I think they have him lined up so they have him running in New York as mayor first. So at least he has actually some more government you know, policy in. Uh, you know, experience. And I think that's, I think that's, and that's the reason that, and I mean, like, I mean, the, you know, the mayor hasn't been doing a great job in New York anyways. Right. Who, who is the mayor? Um, it's what, de Blasio. Oh, do you right? run for president? Huh? Yeah. It's Bill de Blasio. And, and besides Como being the governor, uh, you know, Andrew Como is the governor. Right. Okay. So the Blasio hasn't been doing that great anyways. And everybody's been bitching out because he, like during the whole COVID, you know, he sent all these people back in, you know, the, the, more, the elderly back into the nursing homes, causing the more infections and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it, the mayor hasn't been doing a great job. So it's like, well, Andrew Yang can really kind of contest him at this point, right? Bringing back jobs and being more realistic Meanwhile, you know, some people are like looking at de Blasio as like he's doing the greatest or whatnot, but uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. So it, it, it's, you know, I, I guess for, for me, it's like, I think de Blasio wouldn't have been so bad if the pandemic didn't happen, but, you know, he would have been just doing what he's doing, like normal business. But obviously he failed quickly. And, uh, you know, just for making a couple of bad decisions. And, and I think a lot of New Yorkers are still feeling the heat because shit, dude, there's, 
in the last four years, you know, like was Amazon wanted to come in to do something and then they'd left because, you know, the city was having a really hard time trying to keep them. Oh, I see. And then they came back afterwards anyways, I think. Okay. It, it was giving jobs and, you know, part of it was also like, I believe like AOC wanted them to pay more taxes, but you know, mm. the, the mayor or something, I gave him a tax cutoff. That's what Bill DeBlasio yeah. wants. Cause you know, you, you want them to come there. So you're not going to pay like taxes in, on property or something, but that's what happened in San Francisco. That's what Ellie did to San Francisco. Not too happy about that. Yeah. So that's one of those, like in Asian American news, Andrew Yang, he's still on the, the radar. I think he's going to get a lot of support with the community out there just because I think a lot of people are still trying to push. And I think he has so much, he has way more uh, better reach on social media than I think Bill de Blasio. I think he's going to get a lot more younger he voters. He feels so younger crowd yes right yeah gang gang <laughs> yang, yep. gang. and um, uh surprisingly he actually appeals to a lot of non-asian uh young people which i i find that surprising i well he appeals to all to anybody that like has a computer techie guy in itself just for the fact that he wants to talk about innovation um and mm -hmm. he's always wanting to talk about you know automation which is something that if you're a techie you know you love automation of some sort because that means less work for you to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's doing it for you. He is right about automation. That's just gonna, that's just gonna come no matter what what we do about it. It's already happening. <laughs> well, I mean, Andrew covers one of you know one of the major pillars of you know of what's gonna change up in the you know S and P five hundred for the next fucking you know uh, what fifty years. You know, the the new innovations are gonna be automation and. Uh, self-driving vehicles yep. you know th those things are going to be a part of that um you know besides you know what uh genetic engineering that's one of the other innovations that's mm -hmm. going to be you know that uh, his point is that people are going to lose their jobs because of these innovations to a degree but then well no he wasn't arguing that he was saying that you know people are going to have to match up to you know and i think that his i think his belief on universal uh basic income ubi was to kind of like let people slowly kind of withdraw from their jobs a little bit so that mm -hmm. they have more time to educate themselves on what new innovation should right. be, right? Like, like it's kind of like, well, you know, if everybody was getting a thousand dollars versus these, which $2,000 I'm still waiting for. Uh, if everybody got a thousand dollars, it's like, okay, well, do you need to work at your job 40 hours a week now? Or can you work at your right. job like 35 or or 30 hours a week where right. I can spend that extra, those hours, those 10 hours a week you know, studying, studying code, right? Or yep. something yep. You know, to improve in the new world. So I think that's what his belief is. And he's not too far off on that, but I, it's, it's true. Also, yeah. And, and, you know, in an ideal world, you know, versus the dystopia that we live in now, <laughs> uh, mm. I, I think that that would work if, if people, you know, in the words of Gene Rottenberry, you know, if you're, if you're trying to excel on here so we can play up there, then we can all make it there ultimately. Right. But yep. if we're, but if, if we're going to keep squabbling down here, we don't get to play with people up there. Um, yep. and I think that that's, I think that's a very, you know, clear marking for Andrew Yang and why, yeah, in many ways I would agree with the UBI stuff, but why what it falls apart is like anybody that's ever been in a group project, it's kind of like, yeah, that's why it doesn't work. <laughs> yep. uh, that's, that's kind of my silly analogy, but you know, that's, you know, it, yeah. it is everybody has to pull their weight to get out. That's pretty much it. You can't have, you know, we're all sinking in mud or quicksand or whatever. We all have to pull out together for once.
And that's right. the unity. I don't care what it is. We're all sinking. Well, to me, it's like the cost of doing business. You're always going to have some people like not pulling their weight. Fucking slackers. But ultimately, I'm more interested in the ultimate goal, you know, mm -hmm. the, which is basically if UBI really helps everybody, I mean, it helps a lot of people to, so they don't have to spend all their time working, mm -hmm. you know, that's where genius comes from. You know, having that free time to, to work on pet projects. That's what Google does. Mm -hmm. They give you time to do pet projects as, is is like they, they'll take, they'll shave off like 20% of your work so you can work on like something that you're passionate about. It doesn't even, and then that's how Google maps got, you know, created. It was just a, it was just a, a fun project that Google actually put money into and, and let these developers like just mess around. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually think Andrew Yang has a great point in that part, mm -hmm. even though, like you said, there are like stragglers who, who are just going to use that thousand dollars, you know, not, they're not, they're just going to stay at home, you know, it's, and, I, and I, I'm also, I don't know. I, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't think, you know, that's, that's just a, the cost of doing business. Some people are always not going to be using that money, but my, my, uh, my optimism is that for every person that doesn't use that money effectively, there are like 20 other people or a hundred other people who will use that money effectively. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's pretty much my argument, but yeah. Well, we'll come back to uh, our country in a minute. Let's, uh, let's move on to the next thing I wanted to cover about the end of the month. So let's go to international because in, in international, like I'll cover the other parts of the world in a second, but I, I wanted to talk about missing people who just recently reappeared not too long ago. Check Ma. <laughs> yes. The, uh, the cloud horse. That's his name. Cloud. You know that, you know, I like his name is Jack Ma, but really we should just call him cloud. That's his name. Anyways, cloud horse. How do you say in Chinese? Ma one. Ma one. Ma one. Yeah. That's his Ma is his last name, which is horse. And his first name is wind or cloud. It's fucking cloud. Yeah. <laughs> cloud horse. Anyways, Jack Ma um, had uh, back in like what uh, three months ago or so, he just all of a sudden was like kind of MIA and no one's seen him for a good minute. Yeah, you know, and you can't be a huge tycoon, right? <laughs> after challenging the Chinese regulators, he just disappeared like out of thin air. And he, you know, he's a you know he's a former English teacher and he's a you know former tech and and all the great stuff that he's done for China, but. He challenged him, right? No one says no to the CCP. Yep. I think he learned his lesson. <laughs> Did he learn his lesson? Who knows? Who knows what he's going to do? <laughs> um, you know, it's funny because, you know, like you look across him just disappearing for three months. But if you actually go across like Jack Ma's like, you know, you know, kind of timeline in the last 10 years, like that guy's been in all kinds of shit. You know, popular dude in rock music videos to like kung fu uh, fight scenes with Jackie Chan and Donna Yen and Jet Li and stuff like that. He paid all these motherfuckers. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. You know, like you are literally a big playboy. I'm not going to lie about it. I mean, you know how to have fun and, you, and you know, you know how to be that Tai Chi master at the same time of being hip hop crowd pleaser, right? He's like that one guy, that one CEO. Uh... From Virgin Atlantic, uh huh. You know what I'm talking about the Virgin what's his Atlantic. name? 
Richard Branson or something. He was like a he was a big playboy. He was basically uh-huh. Tony Stark. He basically ran around with models and and like jet ski with like models yeah. that were naked, no models and stuff. There's like uh, pictures of him. I miss those days. He knows how to have fun. And he, he's really rich, <laughs> so he can do that. And people still respect him. I mean, his his business ideas are sound. So yeah, it, it, so you know. Jack Ma has about what uh, is renowned. He owns like fifty billion dollars. You know, and he's the richest guy in China. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know, next to the other accountant, right? Uh-huh. In Hong Kong, um, Longawai or something like that. He, I think he's richer than him. Well, yeah, but yeah, like you know, your buddy buddies with the the next rich person, right? Right. Automatically. <laughs> It's like, you know, uh, Bill Gates spends a lot of time talking back and forth to uh, Zach Zuckerberg, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they were never really friends, but they're just rich now, and they don't have that many people to talk to, mm-hmm. right? Because at least, you know, when you're friends with Bill Gates and you're Zach Zuckerberg, like, Bill's not asking you for money. Right. He's asking for favors. <laughs> uh <laughs> But yeah, it's funny because it's like the richest man in China is terrified of Xi Jinping. Isn't that fucking funny as fuck? He's worth fifty billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's on Bill Gates level. It was like uh, he made a home. So like apparently he he came back out and made a, a a video to meet again after the pandemic is over. So I don't know. Did he get COVID or you know was it like? Or, like, did he ever get COVID during the pandemic? I don't know. But I think that if he was gone for the last three months, you know, China took him, right? They gave him COVID. Mm. You know, they, they either dangled it in front of him, like, with, the, like, a, a, a thing that's like, we're going to give it to you if you don't listen to us. You're going to do what we say. And then I it- think I think that's the nice version. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's far worse than that. I mean, he, I you know, you see pictures of him. He looks kind of like tethered, <laughs> tattered. <laughs> you know, it's like oh, he's been smacked around a little bit, right, lately? Have I'm, you seen video pictures of him? I saw a little, like a, a a screenshot of his little video. He's like in some kind of room. Does not does not look like a lavish <laughs> place that he would be in. Yeah, it looks like a little fucking concentration camp he's at. Oh, by the way, he's not actually the richest man in China. I, I, that was my mistake. Zhang Shanshan. Well, he's one man. of the richest men there, you know. But yeah. as, but he's still more of an innovator than anything, an investor. But yeah, yeah, it, it's funny because you look at the pictures of him. It's like, hmm. Well, he he they somehow he managed China. to slap him back together. <laughs> he he founded one of the first internet companies in China, yeah. Alibaba. But this is yeah. Before... Huh? That was one of his uh, dreams. He he realized that there's no there's no Chinese presence on the internet, and that's why he he was so powerful because he Alibaba he got Alibaba to be that internet presence. Yeah, and spawned off all the other stuff that China uses mm-hmm. now. Pretty much, yeah. <sighs> He's pretty much Google of China. Yeah. And, Jeff and Bezos, it, Jeff Bezos yeah. of China. And Jeff Bezos, yeah. With with a with a uh, with T <laughs> with yeah. with Tai Chi and T <laughs> that that that's kind of who he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He says he does a lot of Tai Chi, but I don't know. He doesn't look so healthy in that that photo. 
Well, you know, you don't know what happened to him. No, I don't. It feels like he's wearing a wig, also. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but it, it's funny because it's like it looks like you know they beat him up and then they brought him back to his house under house arrest and yeah. Uh, so yeah, he surfaced back up in what January twentieth, so like about ten days ago, ten eleven days ago. But that that's mm. weird. We were talking about him and no one really cared. Like, why is he missing? No one cares, or at least no one that you know was no one that could ask real questions about why he's gone. I know why he went missing. <laughs> yeah, we all knew why he was missing. But I think that's just it's just <laughs> funny because no matter how you look at it, it's like, dude, this guy is. Like you, I mean, what is your only negotiating tactic when China's slapping you around, you know, and you're, and you're Jack Ma, you're like, you can't just kill me off. Can you say that line? Can you, you think you can say that line? You can't just kill me off. People are going to yeah, ask questions. They'll just <laughs> take your family away. It's <laughs> the Chinese way, right? <laughs> they can't threaten you to take your family. Your whole family, whole family. We ran up all the horses. No pun intended. Man, I, I, I do hope that, you know, we all end up, end up finding what happens, but it it's going to be the CCP trying to pay a price, but I don't think we'll ever know. But Xi Jinping's got this on lockdown. So <laughs> I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know where he's going to be with that, but, you know, for the most part, I think that the fact that he's back at least tells all the people that his, uh, you know, that work at Alibaba for him and stuff like, okay, we can still keep working. Because, I mean, you can't be like your CEO, disappear, and then everybody still continues to work and be like, is our boss going to come back or, or you know? He doesn't but... work for Alibaba anymore. No, he, he doesn't. Does. Yeah. But your stock would dip, right? I mean, weren't okay, weren't yep. you looking at stocks uh, for him for a minute too, as I recall? Well, it's kind of like Bill Gates doesn't work for Microsoft anymore. No. Right? But he, anything happens to Bill Gates, Microsoft's stocks are going to dip. That's just yeah. how it is. So we're both we're both on the same page on that. It's like yep. you can't just disappear where like you're you know it's not going to affect the markets for some funny reason because that's like it's going to affect the market. Yeah, stupid oh. shit affects the market. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's also funny because it's like you know out and out there it's been crazy and I think you know I, I kind of wish I had Steve back on here, um, which I'll have to probably get Steve Lee to come back again and ask him what's going on in Hong Kong. With the, it's, you know, now that, you know, with his disappearance, because I don't know how the news is out for that, but. Yeah, I had so many questions for Steve. <laughs> because he's still out there and I'll, I'll have to hit yeah. him up uh, on that. But yeah, he's, he's busy at the moment. Uh, but that being said, it's also like, you know, when we look at the world right now, it's like, what the fuck's going on with the, the rest of the world, right? There's been a couple other protests um, in Russia. Have you been hearing about that? Mm, Russia, Russia, no. So there's been a lot of uh, uh, naval demonstrators in Russia. Um, they've been kind of doing their, because I guess Trump's out of office and, you know, they, they saw what America did to, you know, people that they didn't like. And, you know, I think a lot of the people in Russia are starting to feel the same way about Putin. Oh. So that that's kind of one of those things that I came across recently where, yeah. Uh, I guess what the United States uh, condemns the president's use of harsh tactics against peaceful protesters and journalists by Russian authorities for the second straight week. Uh, uh, yeah, second week straight. We recall our 
uh, we, re we renew our call for Russia to release those detained for exercising their human right, including uh, uh, Alexei Naval. This is the secretary, uh, uh, Antony Blinken, who posted this up on Twitter. Just, okay. This was all like on the hill. And, um, uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with what happened. Yeah. So it's it, it's just it's just interesting because it's it's a uh, there there are a lot of people right now you know around the world that you know want people's attention. Okay. I think that I think that's uh, what's going on right now, and and we don't. I think one of the things that I hate about CNN and MSNBC is like we spend a lot of time talking about our president, but we don't spend enough time covering what's happening around the world. Uh, you know, with all these other protests that's going on. Because I think a lot of people are fed up. COVID, COVID has affected lots of people around the world. We don't even talk about that. We're just talking about what's happening here in America. Yep. And well, it's uh, it's because Americans aren't, they don't really care about what happens in the world. We're kind yeah. of like in our own bubble. Um, I forgot. I mean, like there was also like you know a while back there was that protest out, out and uh, hundreds arrested. Uh, in at anti-lockdown protest in Brussels, and in mm -hmm. Vienna, you know that's like another protest that's going on right now. That I'm like, wow, you know, it's like we're, you know, there's there's just every, there's a lot of people upset, <laughs> you know, okay. in Hungary, you know, because of the lockdowns, you can't lock people down from doing nothing, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's it's like it's i guess it's for me it's like i think a lot of it's like we we don't know it's like there's a lot of like mini internment camps around the world going on right now oh yeah yeah and, and i think that we don't really talk about the atrocities that are happening with them we're just kind of like we're in that this mode of oh i'm just we're just trying to survive right like a true survivor mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that keeps coming back and forth on that though um and then you know, with Hong Kong, I think I think uh, a lot of China Chinese citizens or the United Kingdom launches visa program to allow Hong Kong residents to become citizens. You heard about that? Say that again. You say that again? <clears throat> the United Kingdom launches visa program to allow Hong Kong residents to become citizens. Oh, I didn't know. So a, a while ago, yeah. They're yeah, they're giving them a pathway. Yeah. If they want to leave Hong Kong. But that's not. I mean. How many people do you think are going to leave? I mean, there's like. Forgot how many millions of people live in fucking uh, Hong Kong? Exactly, like it's not. It's not. But they were only going to take half. I think it was altogether. I think I said that last time on a podcast. You know, like like about forty percent could leave. That's insane, though. The fact that they even offer that—that's kind of like. Yeah, but I'm actually, well, I'm actually kind of impressed that they were even offered that because. It's I mean, the United it feels, Kingdom. <laughs> they don't care. I mean, they kind of left that. They they kind of left Hong Kong in a mess. Yeah, is this this is kind of their form of redemption, I guess. This is like, okay, I can't yes. take all of you. I can't. There's like I know there's like ten of you guys, but I can only take four of you guys. Basically, it's basically what's it's, it's, it's the best way you can just. That's all it. I can do. That's all I can do. I know there's ten mm -hmm. of you guys fighting for all of this, but I can only take four of you guys with me. I'm sorry, we're leaving China, but I can only take four of you. So which one's leaving? The kids. Hmm. And some of the elderly, because, you know, or whatnot, because some of the elderly won't leave because, you know, you got another 20 years. So it's not really going to be too much damage to you. You might just lived out your last couple of years. So I don't know. Out of those 10 people, we'll say those two are the elderly, you know. 
if they don't, whether they go or, or not. And then you have the other remainder that are going to grow old there and trying to fight for rights for Hong Kong, right? For, for all those, all those freedom of rights, but anyway, uh, those rights that they believe that they have. Um, I don't know. And, and the United Kingdom isn't going to back them up anymore. So, I mean, this is it. This is a get the, get on the boat before it's hot. Right. Right. But yeah, that, that's that's one of the other things that I, I noticed that was happening around the, the world. I'm like, yeah, oh, what's really going on besides all these protests and whatnot? At least it's not like you know. Are you hearing ISIS back in the uh, in the story again? <laughs> ISIS? Yeah. Are you hearing that? Um, no, I haven't heard anything about ISIS. Uh, what was it? I think it was like the day after uh, Biden when it came into office, uh, the inaugur- you know, during his inauguration, the next following day, they, they came back and they pumped more troops back out in the, in the Midwest, mm-hmm. in the Mideast. Okay. I, for, I forgot. I saw that on one of, I forgot what, what uh, I think it was probably on the Hill that I saw that at, uh, that, that the following day we were going into war back with another country, but we're just not talking about it right now. I see. Uh, and that kind of just tells me it's like there's a lot of back to, you know, back to the regular things that we normally do. Mm. What was it? The... Oh. I'm trying to find it right now, but yeah, I, I remember. I remember it was like, yeah, it was one of those things that we weren't. Yeah, I saw on the hill. I swear, it was like it was some saying that you know, Biden, Biden sent troops back into. Okay. Yeah. So it was like literally the day after uh, that withdrawing troops from Iran and Syria is Biden's best play to avoid the war in the Midwest. That was an opinion page, but uh, Syria sends first message to uh, uh, President Biden withdraw troops, stop stealing oil. Mm. I think that that was what was going on. Okay. I, I I don't know the background. No, but it, it's it's like one of those things that we're like we're not talking about like what he's doing his over like the main thing is like for me it's like at this point this we're not national really talking, stuff yeah we're not talking about international things that his you know Biden's policies internationally at this point yeah we're not really covering that we're just covering like oh how are we gonna get out of pandemic and give me two thousand dollars like I started well, off that makes earlier. sense I mean like most people don't even understand all this shit you know they don't understand this international policy no. So, you know, that, that was just one of those that I came across. I was like, oh, wow, we're already sending people again. And, you know, I, I've been pretty happy of not going to war for quite some time. I don't think anybody is ever happy, but apparently it's just business. But speaking of that, let's come back. And I actually want to talk about the main thing that we were, we've been kind of working at. We're quite worked up this last month. Stock market, brother. Stock market. Oh, How do you man. want to start off the beginning of the month from, you know, what I said earlier, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll start back with, I was watching the stock and then it started plummeting <laughs> and then it, <laughs> I was like, it's an insurrection. What the fuck? Oh man. And then the following day for me, you know, it's like, cause it, everything tanked at that moment. I did the smartest thing that I could only do, which is to those fans, not a sales tip or financial advice. I just looked at all the big stocks that I always wanted to buy and realized they tanked a second ago. <laughs> so I bought a few of those shares and you know, when the, 
the following day when the world stabilized, it was like, yeah, I'm up 28%. <laughs> yep. Wow, that was a, that was an easy thing, but at the same point, at the cost of what our nation being trampled on, right? Yeah. Was it worth that twenty eight percent? I don't know. I'm just a guy all the way. I'm just a guy on the West Coast. I don't know. I'm <laughs> not in the East Coast. I can't do anything. I'm not a superhero. I'm not the Flash. I can't stop those people. But the market was about to close. It was 11.30 and it was not one o'clock yet for us. Nope. <laughs> and and it, and like, what, what was the peak on that time? Like around like 12, 15, 12.30. That's when it was like the lowest. Yeah, I don't remember the details. I'm I just going know. by what I remember of all the crazy things that were happening. I was, <laughs> I was busy with my own stocks. I was dealing with my own stocks. How did you, how did you go into the new year with your stocks? Like, I, I, how were you feeling about it? Like, what, what were your takes on how the economy was going? Like, what, what was the thing that you felt was more? It was a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. You don't, like, well, I wasn't sure, because they were saying Biden was going to tank the market, which actually the opposite happened. He said he was going to raise taxes. He was going to, you know, all of Trump's, like, you know, corporate regulations that help corporations are going to, he's going to reverse all that with, with his executive orders, which he mm-hmm. is planning to do. Um, at the same time, he's also also investing in industries that I think both of us are really heavily invested in, like EVs and um, AI and, and cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Those are things that I've, I've been investing in. Um, which is nice because he's actually focusing on the future. Um, he's actually focusing on things that I didn't think he would focus on. I didn't think he would focus on, you know, it's, I thought he was going to be like more traditional about stuff. He's going to focus on finance and, and, you know, the old boys, but he's actually looking towards the future. So, uh, that was just, that was just going in to the first month. That, that first two weeks, to, right? That's first yeah. two weeks. Not the first two weeks. Not the day of the inauguration. I, I mean, the, the stock market was kind of like, like was kind of like uh, flickering on that day. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like it was. I thought it was going to tank hard, but it wasn't bad at all. Um, the insurrection tanked. Yeah, the, uh, the market the tank. temporarily. It, temp- it temporarily tanked. I was like, what? Why is everything falling? Mm-hmm. Um. But you know, I I've been waiting for that big crash for a while now. <laughs> Just because I am such a we were a all bull. waiting for a big crash, but we didn't know how that crash was going to happen. I'm just I'm just there's a big fear of just the market's just so inflated right now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about that. Well, okay, so I mean, like for me, um, the market just was obviously for me it was like. It's been slightly, you know, not, I'm not saying it wasn't stable or anything like that. I think like on the, the day that it was, um, Biden's inauguration, the, the, the market didn't tank, but it did kind of dipped a little bit. Like, you know, I would say like anywhere from like a three to four or 5% for most people on that day, it wasn't a huge dip, but it was a small dip just because I think everybody wanted to see what would happen. And then, uh, you know, from, th- from that on, you know, we, went into the the weekend right Mm -hmm. because it was literally 
you know, he was inaugurated on a Wednesday, the Thursday kind of rolled in Friday. And then it was just like the market was, you know, tanking those days and it kind of, kind of balanced out. We went into the, 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 the weekend, you know? Mm -hmm. So that, that was one of those, I, I, there was like anything big, but um, earlier this week, like on Wednesday, the 27th or 26th on Tuesday, I think was those two days, the market dipped the lowest that ever dipped like since October, right? Mm -hmm. That that was like one of those that was on there. So it's like, if you didn't realize that it dipped a couple of weeks ago, yeah, that uh, about a week ago, that was pretty much it. And I think some people are trying to, you know, sell out, sell short. And I think that the, when the market tanked, everybody, that's uh, about a week ago, that's when, you know, I think the hedge funds are trying to short change GME, right? That, that's kind of how I yeah. saw it. I think, I think a lot of the Reddit community, which this is what we're talking about. GME. Well, the, the hedge funds at, have been, right? they've been sh shorting GME for a while now, mm -hmm. since November. Um, because that's what they do. They, they that's what they, that's what these these guys do. They they look for a stock and they they press it down. They they think it's gonna fail, and then they make sure it fails. You know, mm -hmm. they uh they'll basically make sure um a lot of selling happens. They'll they'll sell stocks that they don't own. You know, and then keep the price down, and then basically profit off that difference mm -hmm. right they'll sell yeah. out they'll sell they'll sell at a certain price and then they'll tank it with news bad news you know they'll they'll um, ally with news sources you know cnbc and, and then just talk shit yeah, uh, to, dri to drive the to drive it down to try yeah. almost bankrupt the uh, to any company which is yeah. a common practice in the yeah uh, for hedge fund people <laughs> and the uh, active the active short selling is will also bring the price down. So, uh, GME was GameStop was actually recovering. Mm -hmm. so they had they had new leadership from Chewy, mm -hmm. Chewy.com, which is like a successful, um, a very successful uh, pet store. Uh, Chewy's based out of where again? I don't know. I just I buy from them though. You buy I, from I, them. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're like Petco. Hmm. Um, they're actually Petco's biggest. Uh, they're probably like an online competition. Presence, right? Yeah, so they're they're actually one of the top three pet stores in okay. in the entire world right now. Petco, uh, Chewy, and uh, I don't know. I think Pets.com maybe. Gotta love those dogs. Yeah, so Chewy is extremely successful, and they have a really lean site. They have, you know, it's very easy to use that site. They have like the best deals. It's like the Amazon for pets. Mm -hmm. And you know they had leadership, you know, come in to help them, um, and they were also changing their business, right? They're they're closing down stores, but they weren't bankrupt. They were nowhere near bankruptcy or anything like that. They were just saving money, which you know, in the pandemic, you know, you have if if you don't transform yourself, you know, you you'll fail. Just like how Blockbuster and and Circuit City, they thought they could ride through these online retailers, and they never change. They never adapt. They just kept their stores open, and then, bam, bankruptcy, right? Mm -hmm. um, GameStop was was on their way to, to man, and suppress the shit out of them. Like their 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 share price is just. It's tanked. funny. It's funny because uh, um, you know, and to you know, every all the news outlets have been covering how you know Robinhood has been unable to 
you know, they shortchanged everybody, told all the little guys to sit out on this. Um, mm -hmm. You know, did you experience a bunch of like that? I tried to buy, couldn't buy anything. <laughs> yeah. So just explain the situation is um, Reddit uh, has a, has a little, uh, Reddit is, is a website full of smaller groups. And it's, yeah. it's like, they have like a collection of forums and each forum is called a subreddit and the subreddit wall street bets uh is, is just a group of people who who are like the biggest gamblers uh, <laughs> your biggest high school gamblers accounts. <laughs> Robin Hood accounts yes <laughs> that's really terms weird. like yolo you know like i'll yolo all my life savings in this in this in this stock and i've been Yo, following them for a while <laughs> yeah i've been following them uh, for a while like i they've actually had some really good picks because the thing about that community it's a very young community but the thing about it is that they when when someone you know talks about a stock they like they, they'll they'll give it a due diligence right mm -hmm. they'll, they'll do the research and they'll explain why the stock's good that community is extremely extremely direct and very very honest um, of course, there's people always pumping their own stocks, mm -hmm. stocks they own. Uh, so when when there's a stock with bad due diligence, like bad research or just yeah, a bad conclusion, it, it, the post will you know there's a lot there's tons of people who just like shit talk it. So like yeah. oh, so you you'll have these stocks called meme stocks, stocks that are make people make gifs of you mm -hmm. know, like they'll take you know scenes from movies and then they'll they'll like basically promote these stocks that actually do pass that due diligence. And then that actually creates this, this frenzy of mm -hmm. um, promotion from, from these uh, Robinhood traders. They'll, they'll promote it everywhere. They'll, uh, like I said, make GIFs mm -hmm. um, and they'll celebrate it. And, uh, and then every once in a while, they'll, they'll keep, you know, checking on it to see if the, you know, the due diligence is still correct. You know, all the research is still correct and <laughs> the trajectory is going well. Uh, however, uh, GameStop, GameStop is a little bit different. GameStop is, they, someone talked about GameStop for a while and I think only a quarter of the entire uh, subreddit actually jumped on. Mm -hmm. I actually passed it up. For a long, I've passed it up for. I saw. I've been knowing about this for like a month already, like mm -hmm. two months almost. And I passed it up because I thought it was ridiculous. I thought GameStop, they're going bankrupt, you know. So I didn't really bother reading the entire thing. I just didn't believe in it. Mm -hmm. um, and people were making money, so I, I actually just bought it, uh, uh, just to see what would happen. I'll put, I'll put a dollar on it to see, you know, where the stock was going. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that it just kept going up every week. It went from like six dollars to ten dollars, and then ten dollars to like sixteen dollars, mm -hmm. and then um, I finally just threw three thousand dollars on, and then made four four hundred dollars, which is not really that much, but in percentage-wise, that's that's a lot. That's a lot, <laughs> for, yes. For a, a bankrupt, gain, yes. For a bankrupt, you know, uh, you know, for a company going bankrupt, um, and then and then I never looked at it again, and then like two or three weeks ago you come back to it <laughs> and then two or three weeks ago like you, i noticed that stock just fucking like jumped one day it just jumped from like 16 dollars to like a hundred something dollars and you're just like what and then, the and then, and then no <laughs> one can ignore that anymore right yeah that that obviously uh, moves as the top movers of the day that happened three weeks i think maybe maybe one or two weeks and that, it didn't even it happen was two that weeks long ago. 
two, yeah, two weeks uh, ago. Not not this week, but you know that just passed. But you know the week before, and that's what it was pretty fucking recent. And, and then and then the, the weekend, yeah. In the next few days, it went to three hundred, and I started looking, I started researching it, and then they talked about you know short sellers short selling the stock like up to one hundred forty eight percent, meaning exactly. that they basically they basically short sold it. They short sell more than there's stock available. Yeah. In existence. It's the volume of how many shares and, and, the, and the quantity of demand that people are asking for, and it's going to drive that price up. Yeah, but not, not just that. They basically sold stocks that then that that are available, like in yeah. existence. Like, yeah, who does that? You can't, you, you, you can't do that in real life. You know, you can't say that I'm going to sell you something, then not have it. You know, and then and then, it's like it's it's like someone on Craigslist sells you something, right? Mm, and then they they buy they buy it off eBay to sell it to you because they don't they don't even have the item. They just told you that they have they will sell it to you. Yeah. Except in this case, the price of the stock keeps going up because Reddit they they saw this issue. They saw they saw how these short sellers fucked themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like why. And they, they they exploited it. They all jumped in. They came in. They all like said like we'll we'll buy the shit out of this, and everyone hold the line, and um, the fucking stock just kept going up. And what happens is it's a, it's a feedback loop. So when the short sellers try to cover their positions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when they sell a call, you know they have, and if someone exercises the call or whatever, they have to basically make sure. They have enough stocks to cover that call, mm-hmm. and what they, in you know, in the financial world, they call it the naked selling. Mm-hmm. When you sell a stock without having a covered, uh, you know, without having it being covered. Like if if I was to sell a call on my stocks, basically, I sell a contract that says that I will let you buy uh, this much stocks of uh, like at this price. So in you know t- next week Tuesday. If it hits this price, I'll I'll sell you my stocks for this much money. Yeah. Right. But in that case, most retail traders that sell their calls and 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 I've sold calls before too. Mm-hmm. When you sell a contract like that, you have to have stocks available to sell, meaning that you you have to keep that same amount of stocks in your inventory. And that's what everybody unraveled that they realized that they didn't do sell. that. They didn't do yeah. any of that. Short sellers actually they Oops. like I said. <laughs> They 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 basically make money off not having socks. They basically, yeah. and then they they'll buy it when the price goes lower because they'll sell you stocks for like fifty dollars and then they'll tank the the, the stock to forty dollars and then they'll sell they'll buy that stock for forty dollars and then sell it to you for fifty dollars, and exactly. they, that's that's how they make money. But they shorted themselves way too much. Like it was so greedy. It was just so fucking greedy. And then you know Wall Street. I mean uh. Wall Street bets just jumped in, and they were like, "We're gonna fucking take advantage of the situation." And the fucking price is at three hundred and twelve right now, and it's it's it went up to like four hundred four fifty, I think it was at one point. I saw. Yeah, it was insane. I was like, "Jesus, there's like millionaires like in that forum, you know, probably some like thirty year old kid, just like, you know." They, they probably even did any research. They probably just like was I'm throwing just a, on I'm, the I, hype. I've got whatever I'm throwing on it, whatever. Drop it, I'm putting it down. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, and I had and I had a friend made 20k 
off 10k investment. So he got, he got yeah his invest, 10k up. investment came 30k, you know buying AMC. Mm. You know, and there's other these other stocks like like BlackBerry and AMC. Mm. You know that also being shorted that people are like also trying to take advantage of. Um, but yeah, the 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 idea is that um, these big boys they're they they're not going down easy, right? It, mm. Like uh, was it was it a few days ago? Uh, we couldn't we couldn't sell. Uh, Robinhood uh, restricted. Yeah, trading. they restricted everybody from buying anything. I mean, you could buy. I mean, you can't. You can sell, but you couldn't buy, and that's super one-sided, right? It's like straight up like, if you can't buy and you can only sell, wouldn't that only benefit the short sellers? Because mm -hmm. the price is just going to keep going down, right? Yeah. So people are like switching off the platform. They're like, no, we're moving off this platform. And Robinhood even said that, oh, we couldn't do it because. Uh, <clears throat> it was causing too much volatility and it was causing issues with our brokers and our brokers couldn't like, you know, supply the, the amount of stocks, you know, that people were buying and mm -hmm. it was, it was threatening their, their infrastructure and causing issues. And the stock market was actually dropping too, because the hedge fund managers were pooling money out of the other stocks because they, they own a lot of stocks. They own like Microsoft, Apple, all these other stocks and mm -hmm. they're pooling money to cover these shorts. That that Robinhood traders are actually, you know, putting pressure on them. Um, so I I actually find that hilarious. It's like it's the classic David and Goliath, and Goliath story. story. That every, everybody's been saying that over and over again. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and you know who who doesn't like to stick it to the to the elites, right? You know, mm -hmm. especially if you're not elite. Um. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. It's like, well, how can you hurt the elites by sticking it to their pockets? Yeah. Right. It's so now they have a little less money so that, that they don't look so rich <laughs> yeah. in front of you. So that's that's the story so far. Um, they're fighting. Both sides are fighting pretty hard. I mean, yeah. one, I feel like one side is actually pretty underhanded because you have the you have the hedge fund managers. They, you know, these market in the, makers. In the end, you, you're going to have these smart little kids, you know, the millennials or whatever the, you know, versus the. The rich elites that are old wealth that have been manipulating the market because they're i think what it is is this you know the only way you're going to, to adapt is that you have to come up, up with new innovations to you know attack you know attack anything and in the in this market and in this period it's like okay we've been seeing the same tactics that the you know the old elites right they're the elites because they learned all the old tactics they haven't learned any new tactics and so when you have these a group of young kids and and other people that are playing on these platforms now, which, you know, cause I mean, Robin hood's only been around for five years and most of them, everybody kind of got really wind of Robin hood for the last two years. Right. Since mm. no, 2019 and 2020, cause everybody's had nothing else to do. Right. right. I, I think a lot of people I knew kind of started playing stocks somewhere like during the summer of last year, just because, you know, you, you getting wind of from everybody. It's like, well, there's no better time to play than now. <laughs> Every, you know, everything has, it has nowhere to go, but up. Oh yeah. I mean, the interest rates and stuff, it's all really exactly. low right now. So I mean, if, well you have, if you have, if you are a person that has a little money, it's like, yeah, you can kind of throw something in and get almost a dollar back your dollar for dollar back in some cases, but you know, it is risky, not any financial advice to anybody, but it is one of those that, you know, 
you can find other ways to, you know, rely on the market or not and, you know, work with your hands. But at the same point, you can't deny when you have a group of kids and I'm not, I don't want to keep calling them kids, but a group of, pe- you know, smart people on Reddit that fact check each other with, you know, no, you know, with no mass, no filter, you're getting what straight, you know, what it's right. I mean, both straight. sides are, yeah. both sides are smart. I mean, they, they, the hedge fund managers, they, they, they have young, smart people. They hire young, smart people all the time from colleges. It's just that they got really fucking greedy this time, and they they underestimated the internet. Mm-hmm. They underestimated like, like, basically people who obsess over shit like this on the internet. All the uh, all the geeks on Reddit, you know, they mm-hmm. they underestimated. They thought they were just like you know amateurs, but that's just insane. Like the fact that they let a small group of people destroyed them like that is insane because they lost 50 billion dollars so far 50 billion dollars i thought it was 70 billion was it 70 billion that's a new updated number probably because that last time i heard it was 50 billion that's that's fucking huge it's 70 billion is that's it a even, lot that's even is crazy. it a lot because i feel like they all got bailed out from like the recent you know the more recent uh, bailouts you know when they were bailing out everybody i feel like we're just we're just getting that money back or i mean the, the Reddit community <laughs> is getting that money back. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Fifty billion is, is is a lot, no matter what how you see it. Because <laughs> I don't think, I don't even think they. I mean, the whole unemployment thing. How much was that? That's, that was that's like, all of Jack Ma's assets, buddy. Yeah, fifty billion is is, is crazy. That's that's not a lot. You would like, say that's uh, a lot, but fifty you know fifty billion is like five dollars to our deficit. It was it was thirty percent of their profits of this year. Basically, yeah, they got hit. Mm-hmm. They basically lost thirty percent of their worth. We're almost at thirty trillion, by the way. Yeah. For, just for just our- imagine yourself. Just imagine yourself. If if you took a thirty percent hit on your net worth. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot for a lot of people. Yeah. If my investments took took a thirty percent hit, that's over for me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm down, like, even, like, 4 or 5%, or, like, man, if I, 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 understand, 10%, I, understand, I understand. I understand. Um, yeah. But, you, you know, it's like, but, you know, it's like the risk level of anybody that puts that uh, certain amount of money that they put in. It's like, yeah, 30%, 20%, that's like, that's a huge hit. Um, and, you know, it's, and some people... It's not just their money, too. Yeah. It's, it's everyone's money. It's... Yeah, wh- it's, whoever's it's money the that customers. you borrow in the customers, yeah, right? It's like... That that's that's also very bad planning. So yeah, they doubled down. Those. They doubled down, dude. Like they shouldn't have doubled down. I don't know why they doubled down. They should have just took their <laughs> losses and and then move on. But they're mm-hmm. God, the arrogance. But it's it's funny too. Like now with with the GMA, uh, GME and AMC, you know, battle because it's like what's going to happen in the coming, the, you know, the coming weeks. You know, it's like well, that's I, that's, that's you guys what I'm excited out, for. Or, you know, it's like I want to get paid out now. <laughs> Or I want to see see where this goes, you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you, think, you think it'll hit 450 one more time? Just random random thoughts about that. You think it'll go back up to 450? I mean, yeah, like, it could go up to a thousand, dude. You think like so? I think, I think. I mean, do you remember when when it was like at like 70 or 80, and I kept saying it's gonna go up to 100. Uh huh. when it was like 50 or or like it wasn't that much, and I kept saying it was gonna. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's gonna go to three hundred. 
Well, it went to 300. Currently, it's at $312 right now and a penny. Yeah. The um, last on, a, on the last day of the, uh, the month. And my, my last estimate was 500 and we went up to 450 until, you know, the whole Robinhood thing yeah. happened, right? AMC's that... dipped uh, substantially the, like over like, the last $5 the last time I checked. I remember I remember AMC... they, they got up to like 18, 19 dollars or something like that. Yeah, but they also recovered. It, it went up 69% yesterday. Mm. Like uh, 2 days ago. I mean, do you remember it was I mean, the, the well the average stock well I mean people don't realize like their average price in their stock before pandemic, right? On average, yeah. their their stock was anywhere between sixteen dollars to I mean thirty five dollars, and so that's what people have to understand. Like, why why are you putting money in? And like, well, some of these like AMC is like people are going to come back and watch movies, right? And that stock is going to go back up to where it's generally roughly where it's at ultimately, and, it, and where the price is now. It's like yeah, it's got a, you know like ten fifteen dollars to climb where it was. During this pandemic, when you know it, it really balled up at what, what three dollars? Um, yeah, I mean, I yeah, like on uh, what was it? It was like two, it was like back at two dollars and twenty seven cents uh, during the pandemic. Uh, when the pandemic hit and we you know went into shelter, mm-hmm. yeah, the the lowest was like two two sixty two fifty around there. Oh, I see. So that's where it dipped. So like. You know, the la- in this last year, nothing happened until fucking, you know, it's like, you know, we're up until the 15th, right? With January 15th this year, you know, when this stuff started happening with, you know, GME. So it's like, yeah, like a lot of people, because I remember even looking at AMC where I had another friend that was talking to me. He's like, I was thinking about buying it around $2 or $3, man, if I had just held. And yeah, I mean, that's how a lot of people <laughs> feel. And that's how a lot of us felt. Um, a lot of us jumped in on it. I mean, I, I think it's funny for a lot of people that made AMC. It's like, look, I made money for the whole year to watch free movies now. <laughs> <laughs> There's people who are making enough money to not have to work anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not have to work for the entire year. Yeah. In, in the last couple of days, yes, people have made enough money to not work for 2020. I mean, we know someone that made 20K in one day. So, you know, I, I, yeah, we, is- know we know somebody that, you know, it's not it's not great to say or, or not to say, but high five to the person that is like, yeah, you made 100K. To, you're like, I finally made it over 100K, dude. Hey, congrats, buddy. That's, that's, you, you know, that's like a, that's a milestone. Uh, yeah. Let's see how long he can, let's you know, see how, if he can let's keep see how, it. Let's see how, how long it'll take him before he folds it to me a million, right? That's like, that's like the next mm-hmm. step. It's like, you know, you, it's like if you play penny stocks and you only had like $50 you started with, it's like the, the next goal is just making it to the next, to the next hundred dollars. Yeah. And well, the short into that. the short squeeze hasn't happened yet, so mm-hmm. we don't know what's the uh, limit of how high it's going to go. However, you know, just buying it is not. You still have to think about it. Like, yeah. You have to think about reality here because it's when a short squeeze happens, when when it goes way up, people are going to be selling. Yeah. And when the selling happens, that's when every man you is look at that. Sales. You look at that graph like it's yeah, it's like uh, yeah. There's gonna be some like, bag holders. How, how do I how do I put it? It's like a bunch of cockroaches floating around in the dark, and when you turn on the light, everybody scatters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hate to say that. That's what the, all the people that buy stocks. <laughs> it's like and well, if you're and if you're and caught, dump, you're yeah. it's yeah. That's a pump and dump, you know, strategy right there. That's what happens. Scatter guys, some 
<laughs> yeah, that's how I, I usually do not ever buy stocks like that. I, I just I do not do pump and dumps well I, at all. I, well, pump and dump too for a lot of people, I would say it's like how do you know if it's a pump and dump? And it's very nerve wracking emotionally for people. You know, it's like you have to be invested for so for such a long period, like constantly watching for pump and dump. Um, and and that's more of like a day trading thing, you know. Yeah, I, I, I can recognize a pump and dump actually pretty quickly, because mm. it's it, you you see the same people recommend it. You see the same people, people who, who are only day traders, who are only um, mm. who don't do any research on stocks. They don't talk about what the stock's about. They don't know anything about the stock. They just know that they're this, just here to buy a bunch of it and then bail out. Yep. Yep, and I think it's I think there's blogs that that uh, pump and dump. They'll pick a stock and they'll, they'll they'll tell all their followers to pump it. And as soon as you know there's that pumping happens, a lot of you know bots and algorithms on the on Wall Street they notice it and then mm -hmm. they also buy, they also pump it too, and they're ready to sell once once they since the uh, stock starts dumping. Um, so it's actually I think it's pretty easy to. I mean, generally, yeah, I think it's pretty easy. Yeah, can, generally you can catch it. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying for like people that are new to this, you know, they don't, they, they're not going to see these trends, you know, because they're not checking for, you know, who's giving the advice. It just says, oh, you should yeah. buy this, or you should do, you know, like you, you hear it from a friend. It's like, no, the research is important. It's not, it's not, yeah. it's not like it's a little different from gambling when people say yeah, it's gambling. Yes, but it's like you do kind of have to like invest in what's going on with you know what you believe yep. in. Pump and dumps are also illegal, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they're they're actually illegal. So if you're involved in a pump and dump, it's that's yeah, you could be in trouble. <laughs> exactly. Uh, GME is different though. GameStop is different. It's a short squeeze attack, and mm. uh, generally the the biggest, the biggest losers are the hedge fund managers. Uh, but I think there will be bag holders. They I think the bag holders and the hedge fund. Managers are probably the biggest, biggest losers. Yeah. Um, Fuck that guy, the bag holder. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bag holder can be us easily if if you don't if you don't we're not careful. If we don't sell in time. Yep. And I'm not particularly good at that too. So. I just got to what's that word? Believe. <laughs> Believe. <laughs> no, you just no. gotta be vigilant. Because if you're at work, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not watching your stock Man, constantly, it's, gone. it's all it's all it's gone. Like, like with Doge Coin, oh my god. Doge, what's your take on that? I mean, Elon. Okay, yeah, that's what I want to bring up. Like, Elon Musk brought that back up again. You know, he just he posted that tweet, and then it's like he made this kind of trend. I'm not sure how I feel people. about it. <laughs> I'm not sure how, how yeah. I feel about how Elon Musk can do that. Like, not, I don't think yeah. anyone. I don't think. <laughs> You should. I don't think anyone should have that ability to just hype up a stock just because they're famous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, was he even hyping it about? What is he saying about it? Like, he just posted he just, a like, tweeted. And, yeah, he just posted a magazine picture of a dog. That's it. That's all <laughs> that he <did>. was it. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> that's that's worrisome, man. That's so, like, like. And then earlier today, he posted like, uh, "It's a beautiful day," and then people are typing back. I'm like, "What does that mean?" Like, are you gonna walk the dog? <laughs> yeah. Just bring I mean, that back, and I'm like, what the hell, you know? Uh, 
Are you invested in that? Because it's it's such a silly thing about you know, and people that don't know, you know, Dogecoin. uh, That's how I guess that's how it's pronounced, right? Doge, not Dogecoin. Doge. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the original stock before this happened, it was like point zero zero two of of a penny, right? Mm -hmm. Like around there, and and it wasn't like much, but because of this, it jumped up. Some people say it jumped up to 10 cents at one second, but I'm like, it, it, I saw it at eight. Okay. But, you know, for anybody that's buying like half a penny and, you know, it jumps up a penny on you, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's a stupid it also, amount. <laughs> it can also fall a lot too. <laughs> yeah, at that at that price. But at, when you buy that 0. 0.002, you know, that, it, and right now it's just hovering around, I don't know three cents, four cents. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> I it mean, is a lot. you know, cause the thing is like when you buy like that little, you throw like 10 bucks at it or something like that. It's like, it's like, it's like nothing, but all of a sudden, like it jumps up eight cents and you've got $300 and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, like, said, like something crazy like that. Right. <laughs> like I said, easy, easy, come easy, go with, yeah. with stuff like that. But it's also kind of one of those is like how much money you put into something like that, you know, where like will you get like high residual because right now everybody's like I, I've read on the other forums too. It's like you know it's gonna go to ten cents or it's gonna go to a dollar or it's gonna go to you know a hundred bucks. You're kind of like it just that why? just depends on how why <laughs> like, why why is, it, why is it gonna be so important all of a sudden? <laughs> they think here, here's the thing about Dogecoin. Because of the whole GameStop uh, controversy, the, yeah, how, this kind of tripled, uh, like trickled off onto it, right? Or spilled yeah, over. it's it's a misunderstanding of <coughs> of why of how uh, of how GameStop uh, pumped. GameStop didn't get pumped because someone said, "Let's pump it." Mm-hmm. They got pumped because short sellers oversold it. They yeah. oversold GameStop, and these people who. <laughs> People, these people don't understand. Like GameStop is it has a legitimate reason why it should be bought. Mm-hmm. It's it's the stocks are actually valuable. Like it's gonna keep going up because it's just short squeeze. Because they don't understand the technical parts of it. They think it's just because people are hyped up about it. Mm-hmm. It's both. It's 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 a, a thousand reasons why it's being bought. Dogecoin is only being bought because it's been hyped up by the meme lord. Elon Musk, right? Meme Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Even yeah, the original creator of Dogecoin has said that this is a joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a joke. It's not even supposed to be like real currency. This is supposed to be like how you can just create a cryptocurrency and people will still buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, it became something more now. You know, it became an actual cryptocurrency. And people actually use it to tip people. But it's not like Bitcoin. It's it's easy to mine Dogecoin. It's not even Yeah. It's the the pump right, that's happening right now, mm-hmm. just off the hype of GameStop. That's that's my that's my conclusion. Hmm. Yeah. Nope, not a bad conclusion. It's. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you know you look at a you, you can look at a stock and, and feel like how somebody's talking about it, <laughs> and, and that's how it feels. <laughs> it bounces up and down. <laughs> yeah. Um. But you know, we'll eventually see its real worth, like with time, right? 
How much uh, time will that be? I mean, like, if, if it becomes a regular currency right now, could it be dollar for dollar almost? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But I, I, I do feel like the, the current hype right now is a hype that I would not jump on. I, that's, I feel like that's a very temporary hype. It's not even. It's not even backed by like, uh, the same brilliant minds that backed GameStop. Mm -hmm. They're not talking about Dogecoin. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you only hear about Dogecoin pumping in like these, these trashy forum forums like you know like stock twits. Like mm -hmm. everyone's just promoting. Everyone's just like promoting pumping it. and dumping. Yeah. Yeah, and you could see it too. You could see when it yeah pumped, it fucking went down. At the very top, it just went it, it classic pump and dump. It just went a huge slope, up all the way up to like eighty cents. I mean eight cents, eight cents and then yeah. and it went it went down to like what twenty cents. Uh, and then and then yeah, it recovered. Yeah, uh, two point two or like uh, twenty two, whatever. Yeah, if you buy at eight cents, which I did, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you can feel the pain. I only only bought like uh, fifty dollars worth. Hmm. Um. But yeah. Classic yeah, I I um I threw a hundred dollars at it. Okay. Uh, I, I'm at like I got it at like three nine. Yeah, you. I remember you telling me you're like one dollar man. <laughs> one dollar, <laughs> and I, I like I was like off what? Because everyone else uh, is aiming for that one dollar. I was like. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I I I mean. It's it's funny too because it's like you know at, I'm at I'm pretty much at four cents almost you know it's like you just sit there right now? Like, uh, yeah well that's what well, that's where I'm at it, it it's throughout this whole like even for me like during this whole thing was like yeah I had bought and, and rebought it back into it and stuff like that so it's it's just kind of funny it's like I made a little money extra on it because I ended up bumping a few of my shares by double yeah if you if you went in early if yeah. you went at the at the exact time when people were were saying we should do it yeah then you will. You'll be doing well, you know. I've 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 uh, done pretty well with making like you know that extra forty five fifty dollars off of it, and I just bought back into it. That's all it was. Yeah. So to get a better standing, but you know it, it's made some money here and there for me, and and now I've just I'm just kind of dancing around like having a dollar and not having a dollar, which I'm okay <laughs> with right now. Seriously, it, it's it's kind of it's kind of funny. It's like it's like I'm down a dollar, I'm up a dollar, and it's yeah. been like that throughout the whole weekend for me. And it's like, uh, uh, but like I think there was that one moment where it dipped really bad. I was like, oh shit, I'm down eighty dollars. That's pra practically half of my. Uh, it was like fifty one percent of like of what I had, but that's and you, you know, recovered. I, and then it came right back, and I was like, now up a dollar, down a dollar. I'm up two bucks, down a dollar. You know, it's like that. Yeah. Um. But it's it's one of those like um, not you know not that people play gambling or whatever and stuff like that. It's like it pretty much is gambling. It is gambling, <laughs> and I, I just kind of like you know what I threw a hundred bucks at this. Let's just see what happens. And yeah. you know, and I'm just kind of like just seeing where it's at. I think I'm in a fair standing. I mean, like I'm not I'm in this dancing kind of like oh you know I'm not losing any money <laughs> or or a lot. You know, it's like yeah, it's what it's what it is. It's it's less than. I guess for me, it's like I'm dancing around two or three percent off my hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. You don't know when people are gonna exit. That's the thing about pump and dumps. You don't know when yeah. they're gonna jump out. You just have to be vigilant. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just kind of like. I've uh, been one of those guys that like my story about playing stocks was 
I'm just putting a little bit of money and see what happens. I've already, you know, tripled, quadrupled my money. And now it's kind of like, well, I just don't add more money. I just, I just play with house money. And if I lose it, I'm here to lose it all. I'm going to let this thing ride. Yeah. Well, you've done pretty well for yourself. So I've, I've, I've had also great help, <laughs> but I always, I always, like I've said before, like, you know, when it comes to stocks, it's like, it's, it, it, you know, for the person that doesn't know how to do this or, you know, still learning, like, dude, watch the YouTube videos or do whatever it does you do that you, that, that takes you to learn a little bit about it. Everything's That's online, it. man. Everything's <laughs> online, man. But, you know, yeah. having a community and not like just, oh, I'm just going to hop on Wall Street bets or something like that and, and just start following trends. I mean, there's yeah. that, but it's like, make sure you have a reasonable, you know, community that you talk to because. I, I can't stand when people can't do their own research. It's mm -hmm. like. Come on, everything we have—we have more access to all the information in it's the free. world. <laughs> we have free access to the, all that information. Like before the internet, you'd have to pay for this information. You had to find someone who would teach it to you. Exactly. You know, you had to go to school for it. You know, and they're teaching you like some crazy advanced stuff. It's all, like, and it's all kind of in the palm of your hands. That's the funny thing, because it's yeah. like you know. 20 years ago for me growing up too, it's like, well, yeah, it's like you, you, you're like, oh, I want to do it. Well, I got to go to the bank. I got to go talk to my broker and then I got to meet this guy and blah, blah, blah. You know, I have to set up all these things. And then five years ago, Robin Hood happened and yeah. to make it more accessible for people. And now we're, and now we're here. Like I knew that I knew Robin Hood was too good to be true. <laughs> oh yeah. Robin, I, I've been hearing about Robin Hood being shady. You know, yeah, not not working when it needs to be working, and, and it's kind of it's kind of funny too because you're sitting around right now wondering, you know, because a lot of you know with the, the the crazy things that are going, people are deciding to move on to other platforms. Yeah, I I, I moved on to a different platform already. I have mm. like two platforms that I'm I put money in already, like Fidelity and uh, TD Ameritrade. Mm -hmm. You know, ever since Robinhood only restricted only one share of GameStop. I was like, this is bullshit, dude. What if what if I start selling? What if the frenzy starts happening and mm -hmm. the dumping start happening? Like and I can't sell. That's like thousands yeah. of dollars just gone in a second. Here, hold my right? beer. <laughs> and I and and you know, I I wish I could say that uh that everyone will, you know, be rational and not dump their shares, right? But who who knows? There's so many people investing right now, so many people who are just newbies. They just, they're just in here for the greed. They're in here for the money, right? They, they don't, they've never bought stocks before. They don't do any research. They just, they just come in and you don't know anything and you, it's, you're just not going to have that much faith, right? Uh -huh. You know, when it's like, it's like the fear of the unknown. So your hands are going to be made out of paper. It's <laughs> 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 just going to drop through your hands, man. Like, yeah. When things get hot, your your hands just gonna burn up. Mm -hmm. You know? You haven't developed those those diamond hands yet. <laughs> you haven't seen <laughs> stocks go up and down. Like you, you say these diamond hands, but everybody shoots out the you know the, the, the meme of Michael Jackson and his glitter hand. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not what people see when uh, that's pretty much what everybody sees. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think that that's I think that's the interesting thing. It's like you know, I think even through this GME, you know, whole fiasco uh, bullshit, I think a lot of people now are it's kind of on their radars because it's been on the news for the last couple of days. Yeah, and, that's and, something and, that I'm and, surprised and, at. 
Yeah. It's insane. Right. Sagar does a great job on the hill who explained it and whatnot. Everybody's used him for a great example of that. Uh, you know, of like explaining what's going on with, you know, the world and shit. And and why, you know, like all these hedge fund guys are getting stiff. So I mean like yeah, obviously there's like all tons of that and like you know CNN MSNBC they're kind of like not really saying anything because I thought one of the funniest things was a uh, uh, you know they brought on the Nasdaq uh, uh, CEO and he was just like you know it's like well you can say like you know we have foreign interference with this oh fuck those guys <laughs> and, you know like you know they were they were just making these outrageous claims just like how can you just not give it for what it is like there's a, a, a you guys don't want to say a bunch of like Reddit guys bested you guys. It's easy to yeah exactly it's ex it's exactly what it is. They it's don't like, see, it's they, foreign interference. It's Russia. It's China. It's fucking somewhere else. They don't want to talk about because that just shows how incompetent they are, and they are incompetent. They're extremely yeah. incompetent. To let, you to know, they're sitting way laid back, and you're just like these fucking assholes. And then you saw the Robin Hood uh, 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 CEO come on and talk, and he's just uh, he's just trying to cover up. He's trying to cover <laughs> up, and it's funny. You look at him, it's like. You know, it's funny when you're such a playboy and your hair is all sleek back and then you're trying to explain to you like, no, what we're trying to do is blah, blah. Like, shut the fuck up. You were fucking stealing money from all of us and you fucking held out so your boys could fucking get stuff. You know, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, 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 you know, the way he was just presenting and stuff. I'm not, you know, it's, it's I know it's an a false accusation to a degree or not. I don't know, but. There's some theories out there. There's some evidence that they they were helping uh, their boys, you know, Citadel yeah. Capital mm -hmm. uh, runs 70% of their transactions, right? Mm -hmm. And Citadel Capital is also the same company who bailed out Melvin Capital, who are the, sh the main short sellers in, mm -hmm. uh, in GameStop. And they've been lying. They've been, they've been telling everyone they closed out their short positions. No one believes that shit. Yeah. <laughs> They've been telling all the news sources, all these CNBCs, they kept telling everybody, hey, we closed out our shirts. Number one, you would never tell that to anybody because, mm -hmm. because that screws your that – would, that would screw every, yourself over. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You'd yeah. be exposing yourself, right? <laughs> you you don't tell huge, your position. And you know the funny thing is uh, during this huge fiasco, it's like he's done nothing to help people. You know, It's like, oh, you can buy stuff again. It's like – Where's the incentive about being on Robinhood right now? Because you have your people fleeing. You have a lot of your clients fleeing now, your customers mm -hmm. or clients. Yeah, and their IPO's coming up. That should, they, they, they fucked up bad because their IPO's not going to be worth shit. No one's going to buy that shit. Yeah. I mean, people are, will buy it, but like they had, they had our trust. They had a lot of Robinhood, you know, users, mm -hmm. you know, trust. They were they're democratizing, you know, under the guise of democratizing uh, investment investing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the average trader can trade without dealing with like fees. fees. Yeah. But you know, if you really think about it, like if if they're free, you know, any any service that's free, who's the product? You know, if you're not the customer, who 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 is the customer? Yeah, you know especially well, especially you know, you're hearing all the the, the background with the you know, your trailing stops, your other stops, they see that so they can get that overall, you yeah. know, denomination of like, okay, where we're going to impact or, you know, take away, you know, make the most profit from if we sell that this time. Yeah. So they, they that's one of the, uh, that's one of the, uh, the main attacks that they use. They call it a short ladder attack. Basically, they will sell to each other amongst each other. 
like yeah. for a very low price, and they'll, they'll, and they'll hunt for people's stop losses. So if you set like a certain price where you sell your stock, they'll try to hit that price. And with the information Robinhood provides them, it's easier for them to do that. So a lot of people are saying if you own GameStop, do not sell, do not set a stop loss less than a thousand dollars or less than whatever you think the the price is going to go to, because they will hit your stop loss and cover themselves. And the short squeeze never happens because the short yeah. squeeze has not happened yet. Mm. It could, because people are saying that this stock can go up to six thousand dollars, mm. and it's it's quite possible if you look at if if everyone holds and do not back out. I don't know if it can hit six thousand, but it is a uh, possibility without any interruptions. Like if if the SEC doesn't step in, mm-hmm. you know, if there's no regulations against us, if there's no like you know. Yeah, it's funny that they're asking for more regulations when, you know, the former FCC were like, we don't want regulations during Clinton's era. Yeah, well, they don't want regulations on them. They yeah. they want regulations on us. Yeah. It's stupid. So it's like... <laughs> we know what you're doing. It's funny because, like, they, they keep calling it manipulation and things like that. Um, but it's like... This whole thing happened because they manipulated GameStop. <laughs> Yeah. This is a this is like the reversal of what's happening. And you know, it's you know, all all is fair in love and war, you know, right? Yeah. No, much. not right now. Sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> it is war right now. So it's, yeah, we've all we've all prepared for this. And as, did it, and there... as you've sent me many times as I wake up in the morning, you would send me battle memes like Braveheart memes. We're going to war, <laughs> James. Like LTR. <laughs> I, I forget about all those little memes throughout the the, the ones that it, it would be funny. It is a battle. And everybody about- everybody wakes up and you know it's like it's. I'm I'm also like with certain friends that like have started playing that have come talk to me and stuff like that about it. It's it's funny because it's like I knew a lot of people that used to be, um, not to be hurtful but slackers. Uh, mm-hmm. They they were always sleeping in late, but like it's funny now everybody wakes up early. <laughs> During the week, it's like, yeah, man. It's funny because you can sleep and, you know, you can go ahead and sleep but lose $1,000. <laughs> Struggles. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually happened to me before. <laughs> Struggles real, bro. Struggles real. Um, but I, I think it's it's just, you know, I, I think uh, in many ways, like for some people that I knew that just the, your average Joe on the street, you know, who, you know, just kind of did their thing late at night is now – you know, changed their mind around stuff, uh, has changed their mind and is like wakes up early and, and drinks their coffee and does stock is fucking hilarious to me. It's like, it's not everybody. It's just, I don't uh, know, but there's a few friends that people. I know. It's kind of like, you know, kind of Snoop Doggy kind of guys that I, you know, that I grew up oh. with, you know, and it's like, hey, James, thanks a lot, man. I just made like $700 for my $1,000, man. I'm like, I'm up. And like now I wake up every morning on time and early. I was like, good <laughs> hey, powerful people like it, it it resonated with him it's like man i could be losing money i'm like right on this is better than like going to like las vegas <laughs> yeah power to the people man yeah, yeah. Whatever, dude but it's, it's nice because it's like you know the way that they've changed it's like well you have all this access in your hand and and it's like i'm watching these videos i'm learning about the economy more how to read these things like i never thought i'm like but i really enjoy it like like you said you know you just Every morning you spend a few little bit of time and it's like, you know, you're doing good for yourself. No, that's wonderful. That's, that's amazing. That's actually, you know, 
it was funny because I haven't seen this one friend in like three months. He came back at me and I was like, what the hell? It's like, you know, you're, you're kind of like clean dressed. It's like, yeah, you know, you're always like talking about stocks now. It's like, good for you, buddy. It's like, there's money to be, there's money to be had. It's like, good for That's you. That's right. <laughs> you know, but I, I mean, like not to tell, you know, not to like, this is a conversation about having or, you know, or not just, this is one of those that it's, it's worth kind of like learning in your lifetime. And it's, you know, if you have any little nest fund that you kind of like that you can pull off to the side that you want to see grow in other ways, not stocks necessarily, whether it's dividend, CD, you know, bonds that you want to invest in for long term, go ahead, do that. I mean, they're, they're not it's not stocks isn't everybody's path, but I mean, but passive income for everybody is always worth learning. However, you can learn passive income. Well, you know, in my in my eyes, mm -hmm. uh, YOLO, <laughs> the last two years, the last two years has this last year and this year might be the last time you will see like a really big bullish run like this. Yeah. Like you're not going to, you're going to lose your opportunity to, to, to invest in a stock where it's almost guaranteed to rise up. Yeah. Where like 80% of all stocks that you would own eventually will keep going up. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we're like, it's just a matter of time. You know, I mean, there's, there's going to be bad stocks, but you know, before this, before this bullish run, stocks only went up like one or two percent mm -hmm. like for like weeks in fact if you look at microsoft apple they're they barely move these big stocks mm -hmm. but now you know now we're pumping money into the economy you know they're printing money like crazy and cash is is being uh what's the word um inflated mm -hmm. right cash is being inflated it's it's the smart thing to do is to invest right now because you're not gonna you're not gonna have this opportunity until way later. Like, I thought the government doesn't you know if the government gives you the two thousand dollars you invest it back in the stock market that's actually like you work that's like you giving back to America. Just kidding. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> this is all Keynesian uh, economics here, by the way. Yeah. It's a. Uh, we're just talking. We're just so far it's working. So far it's working. I mean, it's it's staving <laughs> off the uh, the depression. It's staving off the you know. You know, yeah. I started, I, you know, it's funny because, like, I started just because I was telling myself, I'm going to stop playing Clash of Clans on my phone. Okay. That was it. I just said, I'm tired of playing games where on my phone that doesn't record, that takes up my time and I get, no I make nothing for it. Like, you know, I'm like, like, you oh, know, you it, it's, it's one of those, like, like, I like to grind on games. I'm a true grinder, you know, like. I will start a game and might just, as well grind for real. I'm like, might as well grind in real life. It's it just comes to a point where it's like, fuck it, I'm, I'm gonna start with five dollars and I'm gonna grind my way up. <laughs> yeah. However, however it is, right? Yeah, I think that's I think that's what it is. It's like, but it's different because it's like when you go to a casino gambling versus stock gambling. It's like going to a casino gambling is like, okay, you're you're betting out of chance and luck and and a lot of other of that stuff. But I guess when you go to the market. You know, before you buy, do you know do as much research as you feel, so at least you're making the best educated guess that you're doing. And and I think that for most people, it's like you do feel like you have a little of that power in your hand. Oh well, yeah, that's that's, some... that's that's why you know, like when you say like people that don't do their research, you get mad at that. It's like no, because once again, you those are like newbies that are coming in that don't want to do research. Uh, they they don't know shit about the the thing. They don't even know like what their average you know like you know up and down is. They just want to buy. They don't even care what time they. Buy. They're they're permanent newbies. They don't yeah. even try to learn. They they're just they just want the next pick. And and, and, they're, and, and they're also the quick sellers, you know. 
people that are like that towards me, like they just ask me, what should I buy? Mm. Well, I don't want to tell you anything because I'm doing all the work for you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing all the work for you. And, and if you if you lose money, you blame mm -hmm. me, right? Yeah, that's, of, that's one of those early things. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I feel like the biggest blamers are the ones who don't do any research of, of their own because they're the ones who follow blindly, right? And then they, they follow blindly because they look at your, your past performance and they just expect, you know, some magical thing to happen. Like, oh, you're, you're always going to be correct. No one is going to be always correct. No one's, you know, and plus I'm not managing your portfolio. You, I just told you what stock to buy because I think it's a good stock, but I don't know. I don't know if you're actively managing it. I don't know if you're like paying attention yeah, it's, to it's, earnings it's, reports. It's, it's it's funny because you know there there have been people I've known that yeah they would ask, you know I'll like I'll show you what I I'm I'm, I'm looking at and whatnot. They'll buy these yeah. things and then like when it does go up, you know it's like oh I'm up, but you forget that you need to sell now. Yeah, I figured you exactly. would have done that. I figured you would have done that. Or well, they sell too quickly, like they. Yeah, like I yeah. tell them this is a long-term trade. I tell them over and over again, and then as soon as it goes up like a few cents, they want to sell it. Long-term isn't even a week. <laughs> yeah, like, should I be selling it now? No, it's just like, how come it's not doing anything? <laughs> Dude, I have one guy who keeps asking me, should I sell now? Should I sell now? Every time there's good news uh, of some stock that we we buy together, right? And it's not we, but no, no, it's never we buy together. I already bought it some other time. You just buy yes. it. After you stood in line at a different date. <laughs> like, I don't mind if we, you know, go into like an adventure together. Like, but uh -huh. like I said, I have 0% ownership in how they own their stocks. Yeah. Like I only, it's only like, oh, we're buying stocks amongst friends. We own the same stocks, but I expect you to, to do your own work too. I expect you to pay attention and, and, understand to and know your own limits too it's like if you're not good at financial stuff if you're not understand you're not good at understanding this stuff then then sell it when you then sell it uh when you think uh, uh sell it when you think you're not going to make any money sell it if you're afraid you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. don't don't rely on me don't rely on on experts or or other people who Oh, my have, favorite, my, here's my favorite one. How come you didn't yeah. tell me it was dipping? That's terrible. Because <laughs> I but was you know too busy times? trying to sell my stuff. <laughs> Do you know how many times where uh, people have had a bad impression of my advice because because the because it's the same stock that I did really well on, they did really bad on? Yeah. Because they, they didn't know when to sell, they didn't know when to buy. Then they also thought because the stock dipped like 10%, it, it was over. And they sold at a loss. And I said, why did you do that? You know, like they didn't like, it's just, that's what happens when you, when you buy something that you don't understand, you just have this fear that, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. It's the fear of the unknown, right? Yeah. And then and there's also like a you're lack just, of You're just like, crossing your fingers and hoping for the best. And it's like, exactly. And, and that that's that's a very tall sign because it's like you should always ask yourself the question: When should I sell it before yeah. you buy anything? Right then, before you buy anything, you should always know when you should sell. It's, and yeah. people can disagree with me on that, but it's like I'm just saying: It's like when should you sell? Here's the simplest answer: When it makes a penny. I know that sounds really <laughs> stupid to say that, but it's like, look, if you've made 
it's like how much how greedy do you really want to be i'm not saying that you shouldn't make just a penny well i actually i answer it in this way like because yeah. people want an exact specific answer and the thing is it depends on you yeah i don't know i don't know your risk aversion i don't know how much you're willing to lose to win right yeah people should always ask themselves how risky do you want to be and I'll, I'll tell you what you need to know at your level um and I definitely do not expect you to make as much money as someone who actually no, understands this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But I'll, I'll let you know, like, this is the risk you're taking on. Are you willing to lose this much money? I can tell you where, when I'm selling, you know, when I think, like, you know, you can follow my moves. I, I don't mind doing that for a friend, you know? But, you know, the, just the lack of, like, wanting to understand why something is going up or going down. Like, there's, yeah. I hate that. I just, like, no one asking me these questions. Like, why are... But then I have friends that ask me like, "What is it? What is a stop loss? What is a trailing stop loss? What is all these other?" Terms, and it's you know? funny because you don't, you can totally just research that on your own. Yeah, a they, lot of times I don't, I don't even know what this stuff is. A lot of times I I research because they ask me this, so I'm googling it for them. You know? Yeah, it, it's funny. Like you end up being a Jarvis. <laughs> I'm actually doing their their work, right? But yeah. but I don't mind doing that um, because I'm. I'm also curious too, but you know, like why are like, but well, that's, that's, the, thing that's that... the thing about you. Like what, what I was saying earlier about like, if you do things like in having a good community, it's also understanding like, you know, the limitations of what you'll answer and what you won't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a forum. Like, like don't ask questions that's already been asked in this fucking forum, like fucking search for that first before you ask that question. Cause no one wants to see repeat shit. Like when should I sell? When should I sell? Or, or, or like, what should I buy? You know, mm. I literally saw a question said, what should I buy to make <laughs> you, this you, much every, money? Everybody should just put thumbs down. Don't say that. <laughs> don't ever say that. I literally saw a Facebook post that literally asked that question. What should I buy to make $5,000? By next week mm. i was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> <laughs> like this is just a lack of understanding there like nothing is certain like you know but you know i also appreciate the friends that ask the technical questions like how, how do calls work how do options work mm -hmm. you know they and then you know when you explain it to them they try to like explain it back to you and those people i really appreciate i don't mind um learning with them and, or explaining stuff to them. Yeah. You know? And I, I like learning along with people. Like, I like I like having that person also one day know more than me and can teach me something. Because, mm -hmm. you know, because I don't want to be doing all the work. I don't want to be the smartest guy in the room. I don't want to be like the guy that, you know, no one wants to be in a room full of dumb people. No one wants to be in a room full of people who are looking at you to be the leader or whatever. Especially when you... Are not I'm not I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not I'm not I'm, I'm just this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a that, nobody. Like, I put money in here and uh, uh just trying to make money like everybody else. Why are you guys all coming to me? <laughs> yeah. Uh I always I always you know I think that's very funny about a lot of people because it's it's uh you do gravitate towards those that you know that are willing to help you, but then it's also the the fact that you need us that you are one of those people that are constantly bettering yourselves personally not through just people yeah the first question you should ever ask somebody is what's the because this investment stuff oh ask, okay okay <laughs> I was like, what first question is like who are you yeah. what's your name or what <laughs> the first question you should ever ask yourself before you even ask any questions is to see to ask what kind of trader are you 
you be yeah, a long term no, trader? That's, a, that's important because some people don't realize. You're a day trader. Yeah, because I'm like, here to make I, money. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, you're here to make money for this week and then go away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a long term slash swing trader. I'm not a day trader at all. I hate day trading. I hate scalping. I hate pump and dumps. I hate stuff like that. So when I give advice, it's like more on the conservative side. It's not. It's not risk prone. It's risk aversive. I'm against risk. You know, like I'm, I'm more about risk management and stuff like that and, and investing in companies that I understand. Like I don't even, I don't invest in companies that I don't understand. Even if I see that shit going up like every well, you day. You always fall into the first things that you understand. Look at yeah. that. That's, that's the best idea to, you know, start your stocks because look at stuff, you know, first, I mean, shit, everybody shops at Walmart, but you know, I'm not saying, they, I'm not saying buy their stock, but. Use them as an example, you know, just to like look but, at their stuff daily. But what I'm talking about is fundamentals, right? Like yeah. fundamentals are not important to day traders though. No. If you're a day trader, what I'm telling you right now about the fundamentals of a company is not as important as like price history of a company. Yeah. If you are a day trader, you're more interested in how money moves around or the price moves around every day and you recognizing that pattern because yeah. it could be good news or bad news. It might not affect you in the short term at all mm -hmm. because short term doesn't really reflect uh, the fundamentals, right? But if you're a long-term trader or a swing trader, fundamentals are much more important. Like, is this company actually good? You know? So exactly. a lot of, actually a lot of people in our group in that chat that we're in, the, the stock chat, they're all, a lot of them are day traders. So yeah. like my, my advice to them and, and what we actually like vouch for, it, it, it contradicts, it contradicts all the time. Cause they're, they're, they're looking at a lot of like, like, you know, stocks like, uh, IDEX, IDEX, which is like a, oh, a heavy <laughs> pump and dump oh, stock, no. you know, like stocks that, that rise up, you know, and, and that's a good stock in, in terms of like in the last few weeks, it's still up 8%. Yeah. But, but that's not a stock I would ever invest in because it's just a super risky stock. That's yeah, just it's like, such a volatile stock. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's had enough memes on its own, but the fact that it's done great for those that have held on, good for them, but not too risky for me, buddy. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm oh, cool. you know, I'm, 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 I'm investing long term in a super risky stock. Yeah, you know, Palantir, and that's that's been a hell ride for me. Like it's not. Like, I don't know. We we we've talked a lot about you know, um, what was it, Westworld and Palantir, <laughs> and stuff like yeah. that. So I, I, mean, I believe in it long term, but in short term wise, it's it's been acting like a little bitch right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she's only recently, only recently it has paid off, and I was I was trying to lose faith a little bit, but you know. Yeah, well, PLTR, it's like, it's because you had way too many people bashing on it. And, you know, some people just don't want to believe that cybersecurity is, is going to be something. It's not that they don't believe in it. It's that the every a lot of small-time traders actually believe in it. It's actually owned mostly by small-time traders. The uh, They actually have a 12% institutional ownership of PLTR versus, like, GameStop has a almost 70% ownership of, yeah. like, big institutions. Well, so. Well, my, yeah. I guess my analogy about it is like they know this whale is growing, but the piranhas keep attacking, eating it. But yeah, short sellers. Grow, know, knowing that it's going to keep growing, but they can keep, they're just trying to make a couple of quick bucks now. That's they're trying to keep the price low so they can get in on it. Everyone knows that the stock is yeah. good. Everyone knows this. They're just you, they're nipping at the nitpicking at the little small details that brings the stock down. But you know, it's also we're waiting for this economy to grow too, and it's going to be a mm -hmm. minute. So it's kind of like they're nitpicking at it. That's that's what's going on. They're also taking uh, strategies that hedge fund uh, uh, stuff, uh, short sellers have been doing to GameStop. 
like mm-hmm. you know going to the news store news stories putting out negative news stories to keep the price down yeah uh, it, those they're those short those, ladder attacks those are just hit pieces that i, I really yeah and such annoying because you I've wake seen up so and you're wasting time hit pieces like, you waste time reading hit pieces that's what i hate that's that's what i hate during the research no i love reading hit pieces just to see how full of shit they are like just to see yeah, like if they actually know what they're talking the about and i get tired of it yeah because, you know, because, because like, it's, it's a it's it's a part of that echo chamber you know it's like oh they're just reading from what the other person said i'm like and and I've, I've wasted my time reading this now yeah but it's, it's also nice to to know do they actually know what they're talking about if they're gonna do a hit piece i want to see if they actually give me insight mm-hmm. something new that no, i didn't understand they're not about giving you any of that Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do, and they, they they name some legitimate things, but they overblow it. They always exaggerate it. They always say something, like, "I'm not as into yeah. it. I'm not watching that stock as uh, as as much as you are." But I mean, I read it here and there, and I was like, uh, "You know, it's like, uh, I, I, I'm cool. I know I'm. I know I'll come in and out of this stock here and there, but you know, just uh, it's not That's right. Yeah, buy PLCR, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is you, Mark. Yeah, this is you advertising for it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like for me, it's like there, there's just a lot of like interesting stock that's out there that it just depends, you know, if you know if they're if you think that they're reasonably viable opening up after this pandemic is over, like that mm-hmm. they come right back. You know, it's like Disney and like air, you know, airports and stuff like that. You know. Um, but it's like you can't even buy like uh, uh, what American Airlines or something like that, or, or Delta mm-hmm. or something. Like those are like those stocks are going to go back up as soon as they can. Those are going to those going to skyrocket. I, I, I they will. We all, we all know because people are going to. We know they're, they're going to do that thing called revenge travel, and that's pretty much it. So yeah, just, so you understand the, the the stock market. We know, like, there's going to be things that are rational, right? Like, we know that the government's going to bail out some of these companies, right? Yeah. But these short sellers are going to make it unpredictable. They're going to, like, short sell these stocks because they know that there is some part of you in the back of your head, you're going to doubt yourself. They're going to bring that doubt back out. Like, well, are they really going to recover? Well, you know, are they, you know, the stock is going down. I don't think people have confidence, you know? But it's like manipulation, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just this constant of constant, like, psychology at work where they're fucking with you. They're always constantly, like, making you doubt yourself, you know? Well, you know, like, like any good investor, you know, get stable stock, you know, that you want to invest in. And then, you know, as you grow a little bit, you know, and you want to take that next step up, that's my advice, you know, mm-hmm. get a few, get a few, you know, unstable ones. And, you know, if, if you, you know, if you've built the courage to do so. But don't jump in swinging, thinking you know what you're doing. But you know, I would say like get a couple of good bases. Small, yeah. Set up small. Get a couple of good bases that you have in, so that these are solid form, solid things for yourself. And then, and then venture off and do fucking. Do your stuff. own research. Do your own research. That's like number one <laughs> advice I can give. Do your own due diligence. Just fucking do your own research. Fucking yeah. Google. There's Google everywhere, man. Like Google everyone's talking about it. <laughs> go go on Reddit. Go on Yahoo groups. You look up a stock, there's like discussions on it all the time. Uh, learn to look at who is promoting just so they, just cause they own the stock, you know, yeah. and who is actually, you know, giving good insight, you know? And I think over time you, you know, 
who to listen to and who who's pumping up a stock versus who uh, who is actually like yeah. being uh, critical about you know the right. numbers that they give you and the projections and yeah. you know, you know so or who's who's trying to like scare you out of buying your stock because they want your stock that's for cheap. A question that you have to ask: Why are they scaring you? Yeah. Right. What, what's that's kind of like? But what's the point of that? Like what? Unless they have a they have a position. Yeah, they have yeah, a yeah. That, why why do, why are they writing this? Because they have a position yeah. in something. Unless they have a short yeah. position, right? Unless they they're they have a position where they benefit off the stock falling. Yeah. Because I, I don't go around like telling people this shit sucks. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't I don't go to a forum where I don't know anybody and be like, hey, don't buy the stock. Like yeah. I don't care <laughs> about these people. <laughs> like why would I even care? Why would I try to warn them of it? You know, like yeah. Yeah, you, you have to understand, like, the motive of somebody saying, you know, trying to downplay a stock or something like that. Yeah. But anyways, um, let's kind of, like, wrap up, um, and we'll start off with, like, the things that we dislike and things that we like. Um, you know, Willie, um, I'll start off with, you know, something that I disliked about, you know, this last month, which was, you know, this insurrection <laughs> that, like I said before, it caused too much strife, and it's really, like, <laughs> divided our country a bad way um and it, and it sucks because you know we are like once again we're all trying to talk about unity and you know we really got to figure out how we're going to move forward and you know we have biden in the office and you know let's see how he's performing and you know we can be a critic as 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 things present itself but you know at this point it's like how are we going to get out of the vaccine you know like how are we going to get one how are we going to get money and i'm a little upset because it's like th some of these things aren't being addressed at the moment it's just not a uh, it's not a concern and you know a lot of people want to know like from you know student mm -hmm. you know student loan debt to medicare for all to you know just you know these um uh well oh yeah the other one was like the the, the main thing was like the uh foreclosures and extending that for for those you know and not being evicted you know yeah. how, how this is real like these things really need to be addressed for lots of people or besides you know i hate to say it not to go after trump or anything but i would rather have these addressed now for all those that are important and then get trump trump's not going nowhere you know just you know build up more information that you guys are going to rim his ass because i'd rather because i think the, the funny thing for it is and and you know is that the fact that if you put it out two three months out for trump right now i think it's fucking funnier because he's going to be more scared and that you know Maybe you'll have a heart attack. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that, that's that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, seriously, I want to know, uh, uh, you know, like, I'd rather handle a couple of big issues first and then come and get his ass. That, that's just kind okay. of where I'm at with, with, with that. And that's like one of my major dislikes right now because it's like, you know, because the thing about like we're trying to get we have bigger things to worry about is that what we have saying? other bigger fish to fry because i'm i'm upset to fact that the during this whole game stuff and bringing this back to the game stuff thing right is that nancy pelosi dan diane feinstein this is just recent like they came out on this like they fucking that they fucking have money invested which is what we were talking about earlier i was gonna say like i almost blanked out and forgot about this topic but you know should politicians have the right to invest they have more information they write the policies you know, and the fact that her husband, uh, I think Diane Feinstein, or was it Nancy Pelosi's husband, mm -hmm. uh, they had a million dollars invested, you know, like back in December, and they'd made a huge bailout, you know, that, you know, they made mm -hmm. a huge profit off of that. And it's like, what, what do you have to say about that? You know, a lot of politicians go in pretty poor and, and come off wealthy as fuck. 
you know, mm-hmm. buying stocks and all that stuff. It's because it's, it's not, it's not necessarily insider trading, but it's like you have access to information nobody else has. If exactly. even knowing that you're about to write a policy banning something, you get to buy this on the low end before everybody else does. Yep, that's it's insider like, trading. That's illegal. You know, but you're a politician, so it's like, what's going on with that? And it's actually that's, not. Technically, it's illegal. It's they're not supposed to do that. And what are we gonna? And we're not even we're we're not even talking about that right now. That should be a huge story for Nancy Pelosi. You know, like I've been a huge critic of her as in from during this whole pandemic from her eating ice cream at home and having, you know, her different kinds of chocolate ice cream. What the fuck? You, you remember that, you know, and no, <laughs> there's so many memes about her, her refrigerator about, you know, when you got your $600 that her door handle on that refrigerator is still more than the $600 stimulus check that you got. That's I not mean, just Nancy Pelosi. That's that's every fucking politician. You know, it's, it's it's bullshit. It's like they're giving you crumbs, and they're just reminding you that they're giving you crumbs. Yeah, but that's not just Nancy Pelosi. That's like almost every other that politician. Is. But during this whole scandal with the hedge funds, it's the fact that these things have been uncovered also. Yeah. That that's uh, that's a uh, yeah, Diane Feinstein caught with money laundering. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Or something like that or whatever. Uh, no, it talks about her husband's trade. This was like just the other day. The FBI ends an investigation into the stocks about uh, made by Diana Feinstein. Oh, really? Yeah, this was like a recent one. Um, yeah, I'm trying to pull up for you right now. So, you know, the FBI talks with her about uh, her husband's stock trades. You know, this is our senator in California, you know, and, and just... The fact that, you know, Feinstein has denied any wrongdoing with the connection with the transaction, you know, but her, uh, but, you know, provides additional documents to show that she had no involvement with her husband's transactions. So her husband made, a, you know, a couple of stock bids and, you know, got more wealthy. Obviously, he's a stock trader beforehand or whatnot, but it's like, you know, the, the, the bait that's been coming up is like, if you serve in the office, should you have a right to buy stock? Should you? You know, it's like, that's what people are talking about. You're right a public now. servant. You're a public you're... servant, right? And you're not serving the public. You're serving yourself. You should be banned from buying stocks while you're serving. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's it's entire trading at the deepest level. Yeah. And so this thing kind of just recently, sur- uh, uh, you know, surfaced. And I'm just kind of like, I'm a little irritated by that just because you know, we're not talking about how these guys, because remember, like, right before the pandemic, we talked about uh, one of our really early podcasts, we talked about, uh, um, you know, those weird people that sold out in the stock market and bailed out, you know, in the past, you know, like a bunch of the uh, brokers had sold out their positions, and then we closed the economy and everything tanked, you know, it happened, it happened right around January this time last year. Oh, I don't know. It, it was in one of our earlier podcasts, I remember, um, but, you know, that and also we were talking, it was the discussion we were talking about Kobe Bryant. Mm. And it's been one year since he's been gone. So, you know, rest in peace and people that still love him and remember him, remember him, you know, that, you know, kind of glad he didn't make it through the pandemic. This would have been a weirdly weird time. Yeah. But he didn't see it. So, um, so that, those are the things that I've kind of disliked. I didn't know if you had another dislike besides the GME stuff. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, I was actually going to mention that. I was going to actually mention, like, how much 
how much I liked the GME situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the whole uh, David and the Goliath thing? Yeah, but your dislike. My dislike would probably be the whole how how everyone is just like leaving the platform. No, they're stomping us. They're like stopping mm -hmm. all the, the Robin Hood traders and they're, you know, all the shit talking about Wall Street bets, you know, saying that it's just a bunch of well, fucking that gamblers. and the fact that I guess the other dislike would have been like they deplatformed whatever Discord, you know, that one and whatever they just closed them and said, oh, you guys are saying hate speech or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what that was about. I don't know that too much about that. I'm not really pissed about that. I'm more pissed about the fact that the mainstream media has been talking hella shit about like what's going on with GameStop. I don't. I don't. I you can easily you can easily it's portrayed, tell. it's portrayed in a different narrative, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah. We're like you know these Reddit you know, these Reddit uh, guys are the vic are the villains here. These poor old stockbrokers. And you know these head fund guys, they, they 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 you know they were just doing their job, you know, making their regular trading, and all of a sudden, you know, these millennials figured out a way to get at them. That's, they're also like, that's kind of the narrative that they're pushing for. They're also calling us sexist and racist, like all these worst, terrible things, nerds, you know, like just negative imagery to show that we're just you know a bunch of like. This should have been hashtag as revenge of the insults. A bunch of insoles. That's what we are. Like a bunch of insoles that, you know, found a cheat code on the on the on the stock market. And, you know, we've been called hackers. Uh, you know, it's just so many things, man. Like, what the hell? Like, I want to do it as Revenge of the Nerds. We should start that as the hashtag trend. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, I, I, even, <laughs> had a, I even had a friend that like was like, why aren't you, why are you supporting a shitty company like GameStop? And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Why? Because like, you didn't buy it at like tw at, at twenty dollars. <laughs> he was legitimately upset because he knows that GameStop has a predatory practice. You know, when he when he bought games from GameStop, I'm like, that's nice, but you know, I, I'm that's not the point. <laughs> you know, the point is that you know, this, the little people have power. They've they stood up to it. To but his, his take is about the bad practice of all the employees that work there. Is that what you're saying? Uh, or yeah, the like, fact that they poach their customers or something like that with your information. Well, they they, use, they sell they have predatory practices where they they will offer like five dollars for like a for your game. Yeah, they're preying on like Buying kids. Games, yeah. They're preying on kids, right? But they're changing their business practices. But but that's even dude. That's the that's like. Bes the, besides the point, you the know, point, that's yeah. not the whole point of what, you know, what I'm talking about. A well, huge I'm just trying to understand. Point. I'm just trying to understand the person's like perspective of why they hate GameStop. Yeah, I mean, it pissed me and off because it's like you're like you're you're missing the the bigger point. <laughs> yeah, it's a revolution going on, and and that's all they can see. It's like a, a huge democracy. This is why I don't I don't have a lot of faith in in the in what. In the human race, sometimes because like <laughs> some people are just <laughs> <laughs> some people just are so fucking small-minded. Like they just look at things from a, such a small-minded perspective, and and maybe maybe uh, they've also been brainwashed too. Like maybe they've also like mm -hmm. well, I'm brainwashed glad you by mainstream media. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's such a small-minded way of looking at something. It also reminds me to never just talk shit about something that I don't understand. 
Like it's just human nature to just talk <laughs> shit about something you don't understand. And and I was like, wow, I must sound stupid like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, moving on to things that I did like this uh, this month. Um, I think that you know we are once again back, and it's you know uh, back as in you know we're back in the regular session. Transitions have happened. You know, let's focus on you know fixing the country again and. And, you know, like, I do see that they lifted the band on, um, you can eat at restaurants again on the outdoor thing. So I'm a little happy about that. Like, <laughs> kind of weenie. I kind of want to eat out again, dude. I want to get a haircut. I want to do stuff, you know? And, you know, I think, what about it, the it, disease, think though? Yeah, the disease. What about the pandemic? <laughs> uh, how, are, how are we going to slow the pandemic if we're, if we're opening up again? I'm just like, live your fucking life. Die, motherfuckers. Fuck All y'all die. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, no, uh, it's, you know, do your due diligence, but I, I think it's like, I think, you know, with the vaccines, like, well, we just got to make sure. And I wish, I wish the faster way would be to do volunteers, volunteers. help distribute, help distribute the vaccine. But as I was, I was saying to a friend earlier, it's like, you know, when you're, uh, uh, when you're mentioning earlier about like uh, being an authoritarian where like, you know, people that don't want to get the vaccine. I, I, I only have that one image of the Rick and Morty scene, you know, mm -hmm. where like, um, it's just him poopy butthole in the family. Right. And there's all these fake other like insects. This is like season two or three, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. you I'm know, sorry. and, and uh, it's like, you don't have a, we don't, we only have good memories. So there's no bad memories with us. Let's fucking hit you with the, you know, they start <laughs> killing everybody in the room. I was like, I can see it happening like that. <laughs> like yeah. rolling around with like tranquilizer darts and stuff like that. It's like, we're going to fucking like vaccinate everybody. <laughs> run around just start like, have you been, have you been vaccinated? No, pow. <laughs> you just run around just start shooting everybody. <laughs> you know, like just a whole squadron of people with vaccine guns, right? Like just shooting tranquilizer darts in people's necks. Ah. It's hilarious. I don't know. I was, I was imagining that like when people are saying like, we're going to distribute the vaccine as fast as possible. <laughs> You know, just people driving around in cars with, you know, like dart guns and just shooting at motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was just, uh, it, it was one of those that I was like, if this is for the people that say they don't want to. Yeah. We put them in a camp and then we all run around and try to shoot them. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm you're not allowed to go out. If you're... <laughs> yeah, you said you're not allowed to go out. So we'll put them all here in an internment. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's, that's all wrong. That's all bad. <laughs> but you know what? Do your, do what you think is right, but do lot do it logically. Uh, you know where it's like for the benefit of people. It's like you can't be like, oh, my mom got the vaccine. My mom got the vaccine, but like, fuck it, I'm not getting it. I'm health. Uh, you know, like I don't believe in vaccines. Like, what the fuck's that all about? Well, that's nice, but you know, my <laughs> if my mom dies because of your your, your stupid decision, then you know that's <laughs> well, that's already happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, not you know, your mom's still alive. I'm just saying, like, um, you know for other people that have actually, yeah. that, you know, like, yeah, this is like, you know, because you were in, you feel inconvenienced, like, you know, like you're not going to, you're going to risk, you know, my family's life. Fuck you. Well, I, I think it's kind of like, like I said earlier, it's like, it should be the age we go backwards. And then like the other people that get priority would be like essential workers. Yeah. I, I would say like, get the teachers back in, get the kids, you know, back into school, get like, you know, because once the school can go back to, you know, once kids can go back to school, where it's safe and healthy. I think they are doing it that way, though. Yeah, I mean that that is the better way because 
as soon as they can do that, then parents can get out and do stuff again. Because you, right. someone's got to watch their kids. I mean, just seriously. Or you know, it's like yeah, so, you know, some actual natural habitat for them to be at afterwards. But I don't know. That's that's. I'm I'm being hopeful. I'm I'm kind of just wanting to know what's going to be good for the rest of the month. Anything else for you? Uh, things that you liked? Um. I mean, that's that's what I'm really focused on. <laughs> that was like, what's your, what, what are you hopeful about GME throughout this next coming month? Like, how do you think it'll conclude? Do you think seeing, it'll conclude or keep going? Seeing these uh, guys get destroyed. Um, brings tears that's what to I'm eyes. Tears. I mean, I don't know if that's gonna happen. I don't know. I really, I am really unsure what's gonna happen. But I will be very, very happy to see these guys get destroyed. Just these, these hedge funders as short sellers because they've been fucking my stock up <laughs> all my stocks they deserve everything they deserve everything that's coming to them and that's why that's elon musk is like so giddy about it too you know he's so he's supportive because short sellers have been fucking tesla up since forever they, they've been short selling tesla forever yeah that's why he's on board with this yep it's just hilarious because i don't know Mm, I think the only other thing I could say about the, the, the rest for, you know, February at this point, we're getting ready for Black History Month. So that's mm. going to be an interesting time. Um, huh? Kids are back in school. That's today, right? Well, it'll be released on that, yes. <laughs> um, you know, the stock market that opens up this coming week is going to be an interesting one. I really want to see how much... Um, I think a lot of people are gonna start dipping this week. Tipping? Dipping out. Oh, dipping. Yeah, we'll see about They're that. gonna start dumping their stuff, I think. We'll I, I think that. I think that these rules and regulations are gonna come hard and no one's gonna to get to say anything. And then we're gonna see them in court. That's what the exciting part is for me. Yeah. To to not see that happen. To see that <laughs> these people hold strong. Then out that that'll really give me optimism about the human race. <laughs> uh-huh like how they're resilient you know mm -hmm. but we'll see we'll see yeah so that's kind of what, what my projections are for this coming month it's like people are going to start dipping out there's going to be a lot of people suing um i guess we're going to see the impeachment happen because i think it's happening on the third or something well I, most republicans are against it right so i don't know well you know it's it, it's going to be an interesting one i don't really know because i mean Rand Paul has made a couple of good statements and, you know, a lot of other people have sat out on this. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to see how well Chuck Schumer, you know, House Majority Leader is going to push this now. You know, how is he going to push to get, because the thing is you have to get other conservatives and whatnot. And, you know, with the whole backlash with, uh, you know, Ted Cruz over the weekend, you know, it's like, I agree with AOC and then AOC kind of lashed back out. Um, mm -hmm. I'm with Crystal Ball on it. You know, I agree with Crystal Ball. But, uh, you know, AOC can, you know, say the things that she says, but, you know, you know, you're, you're a politician that also needs to work with other people across the aisle. Mm -hmm. And as Crystal Ball said it herself, it's like, you know, by you saying you need to set this out and whatnot, it's like, you're saying that he was a person that agreed with the protest, which he's condemned himself also. So it's kind of like. Mm -hmm you're refusing to acknowledge what he said also. So it's kind of like, it's hard when you're trying to preach for unity, which, you know, watch the episode on, on the Hill. And, um, you know, I agree with her I on that. It. You know, I, I, I agree with it, her yeah. on that. And it's like, 
you know, it's once again, it's like you're diverting from the actual issues that we have here because, you know, with the strife that you guys are having, it's not going to help the American people. Mm -hmm. it, you're just going to slow it down for all of us because it's like there's, it's like no matter, I know it's like, yeah, but she just tried to kill him or whatnot, but you have to first kind of assume that, you know, was he trying to? Because he didn't do anything. Everybody's trying to get Trump on that right now. He was also in the, the the floor with you and whatnot, you know, if anything. But, you know, they're all, it's Congress. Everybody's there, right? Or was, or I believe was there. I don't know. But at the, the best part is like, AOC, you are there. If you're serving our country, you're a public servant, you signed up on the wrist to defend our country, right? It's kind of weird when you say like, you know, I'm here to defend our country, foreign and domestic. It's like, no, you weren't. You were afraid to die. All you politicians were afraid to die. That's what it tells me. And I, I'm a little bit more hurt by that, that you guys Wait, are I'm confused. <laughs> Wait, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, you know, when people say that, that statement, you know, they, they are like, off, you know, like I'm, I'm here to protect our country, foreign and domestic. It's the same thing that you said, you know, AOC, that are you here to defend our country, foreign and domestic? Cause you were like, I'm afraid of my life. <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's not their job. No. Their job is not to. To, they're not defending you know. i'm not saying that they needed to defend our country or anything no but it's like but you're still assuming that ted cruz wanted to kill you mm. and that's that's the thing and i'm and i'm like yeah i don't think he was thinking that at during, all during 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 the capital yeah during the, the insurrection you know in the storming and whatnot she said you can sit this one out mm. it's it's unnecessarily you know it, that was unnecessary on her part ted cruz but, was ted cruz out of everybody was <laughs> the biggest target <laughs> yeah he is he's easy a big target they Come had on, a dude. noose for his ass they had a noose for his ass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were gonna hang his ass for betraying him yeah so it's like you can't get love on any side right <laughs> you're you're a snake through and through but you know either way it's like i want to see my senators and i want to see my congress people i want to see them trying to like work something out because uh, when this all these like twitter kind of feedback like these echoes back and forth isn't going to solve our problem. Yeah, it's a it's a nice clapback, right? But it's not here to solve our problem. Right. It just it just it's just going to cause more division and no one wants to talk to you because they're angry at you. And it's like, well, we still need to sit down and figure out how to break bread because the the average American people need their shit. So I want my $2,000. I mean, uh yeah, I want my $2,000. I don't want 1400. <laughs> I want $2,000. Don't you, Willie? Yeah, I'm not I'm not that focused on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're like I don't want I want my my uh, GME to keep going up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's that's like a small prize to me. <laughs> I I want I just and you know for me all I want and I keep I keep tweeting on the Atomic Zero show. Yo, Elon, yeah. when are you gonna start talking about your dogs again? <laughs> <laughs> I I think you know I think he just did it just so he just to see if if he had any effect. I think he does. I think he knows yeah. he does. Yeah. I think he just like wants this. I mean, it's like, that's a huge ego trip, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> it is. Just tweet something. Ego boost. Yeah. That's insane to me. It's, it's yeah. been a fucking roller coaster. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Atomic Zero. We'll be back at the next episode. Take it easy, guys. Stay safe out All there. Right.